almost hope. The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school football. Shotgun formation. Nesto comes across the formation, so now there's two wide receivers to the right, two to the left, and they're going to fake the handoff. Holtmeyer looking to throw, has a little time, is going to throw it. It's a wobbly throw, but it's high, it's caught, it's in the end zone. Touchdown! Brett Kaiser waited for the ball at about the four-yard line, and that's a 41-yard strike. Tonight, the Carney Catholic Stars hit the road to Columbus as they battle the Lakeview Vikings. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. So it'll be second and 10 from the 16-yard line. And Hoppins call out the signals. Hoppins puts a man in motion, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right, throws it in underneath, it's intercepted by Hammock. Hammock will stiff him at the 10, will bring the ball down to the 9-yard line. Carney Catholic has averaged 33 points on offense through two games but will look to bounce back from their first loss of the season last week to Ogallala. Columbus Lakeview is looking for their first win of the season after falling to defending state champion Boone Central Newman Grove last week. It's the Stars and Vikings coming up next, but first, the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcar and Don Lee Sly from Columbus right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to a beautiful field here at Columbus Lakeview High School as the Vikings play host to the Kearney Catholic Stars. Both these two teams desperately wanting a win, both of them quality football teams. Kearney Catholic, after that tough loss at home against Ogallala a week ago, they're now 1-1, one and one, and Columbus Scotus arguably the best 0-2 team in Class C1 right now, and it is a team that has a lot of attention from the Carney Catholic coaching staff. Randy Bushcutter, Don Lee's here with us, and, and Don kind of alluded to it that uh, Columbus Lakeview, that's a good football team. Uh, forget their record for a second. They played two tough opponents, but this is a team that Carney uh, Catholic is very, very concerned about. Yeah, they are, Randy. And in, in talking to Coach Calling uh, you know, throughout the week and, and, the, and the kids throughout the week, they were all saying that last year, you know, one of the hardest-hitting teams was Columbus Lakeview. And, uh, you know, the kids are really, you know, ready for this game. They're up for it. And, uh, you know, they got a lot of different things. You know, some things are, are, are the same. Some things are a little bit different. But uh, one thing is uh, they like to run the football a little bit more. Last year they were a little pass-happy and stuff. And uh, Coach Calling said that's not the, the case this year. They really like to run the football. And, you know, there's 22 starters in, in high school football, 22 on off, 11 on offense, 11 on defense, 22 total. They have 18 different kids at Columbus Lakeview mm-hmm. that play. So it means with the exception of only about four, they play one way. So as far as that physicality goes, I think a little bit of an advantage goes to Lakeview because there's a lot more two-way players for Carney Catholic, and they can get kind of worn down a little bit. Yeah, they can. And, uh, you know, they, that, that was the case a few times last week, Randy. And uh, 
I, cause I was asking Coach Colling, I said, you know, I noticed Tyler Mestel out of the game a couple times, just dinged up or something. And he's like, well, you know, he was a little bit winded and stuff because he has to go both ways. He's the snapper on the on the punts. He's always getting downfield. So we, you know, had to give him a little bit of a break. And Tyler, you know, we just told him when he when he gets tired, he needs to come out of the game. And, and we kind of wanted to get him out of the game for the defensive purposes, and, you know, because he's a good linebacker for us. And, uh, you know, I think you're right, Randy. You look at it and, you know, we've marked off 18 people that are going to play a lot of football for Columbus. Lakeview and uh, you know so that might be a little bit of an advantage for him tonight you know with the depth wise and last year Carney Catholic at home definitely had their hands full with Columbus Lakeview again Carney Catholic won that game 45 28 but when the fourth quarter began Lakeview actually had the lead at 20 to 17 so Carney Catholic 28 to 8 in that fourth quarter and, and really kind of flipped around a game that Columbus Lakeview not only was poised to win they were controlling that game a year ago. Yeah, they were, and that's what Coach Colling was saying. You know, on the way up here, you know, just kind of giving him some stuff, you know, and asking him a few questions. And that's one thing that he kind of brought up, Randy. He says, you know, at at one point, you know, they were they were beating us, and we had to come from behind. And this team is a team, like you said, they're zero and two, and that's what they were last year, zero and two, but played two really good football teams, and they did that again this year. And this, like you said, this team is probably one of the best 0-2 football teams in Class C1. And uh, Kearney Catholic's got to come ready to play football tonight. Yeah, we're kind of being a little doom and gloom here. But uh, Columbus Lakeview lost here at home to Wilbur Claytonia 20-7. to Their offense just really did not look very good at all. Their offense looked very good last week at Boone Central Newman Grove. But uh, the defending state champions won that one 59 to 34 so the defense didn't look very well so kind of up and down here for mm-hmm. Columbus Lakeview that's obviously been the story here for Carney Catholic who's uh, scored a lot of points but haven't necessarily consistently moved the ball and again we're being a lot of doom and gloom but I yep. will say this talking to coach calling he said they had a very good week of practice they were very focused and he thinks that they're ready to kind of take that ne- next step and play better than they have in their first two games yeah and that's what he was saying on the way up here too Randy is you know the game it's kind of a scary game but he says our kids are ready to play football this week you know that loss last week kind of got him you know ready you know and sometimes people go oh man that loss had you know had to kind of hurt but no he says this team is ready to play football this week and we're ready to get talk about it just a little bit more you are of course listening to the new tech seed pregame show your yield leader contact terry jason stark our new tech seed dealer near you we're going to step away for a minute when we come back we'll talk with the two head coaches we'll begin with kurt frenzen the head coach of columbus lakeview and we'll do that right after this timeout for professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. 
Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio with football tonight in Columbus. Lakeview taking on Kearney Catholic. Both teams trying to bounce back from uh, high-scoring tough games last week. And head coach Kurt Frenzen of the Vikings joins us here on ESPN Radio. And coach, uh, there's so many things we can talk about here. You've got a heck of a schedule. You played the Stars tough last year, a playoff team that went to the semifinals. And you got a lot of kids returning. But let's start with your first two games here. Wilbur Clay and then the shootout last week with Boone Central Newman Grove. As you was telling me, one week you moved the ball, the next week you didn't, and kind of vice versa. How, how do you see your team through two games? Uh, well, you know, the first week we came out, I thought we played really good defense. We played downhill. It was a, a blue-collar game, and, and uh, defensively, I just thought we really held our own against a big, big Wilbur team. Uh, they had a kid transfer in at uh, this last year at fullback. He's like uh, 6'2", 240, and he kind of leaned on us, but our kids held their own, uh, and we just couldn't move the ball. We got inside the red zone a couple times, came away with uh, no points both times, and, and so... Uh, that was probably the story of that game. If we could have moved the ball like we did next week against Boone, we would have been in good shape. But uh, the next week against Boone, uh, it felt like, uh, you know, if we could go in and play that same defense and our offense could get in a groove, boy, it would be a nice fourth quarter game. And you never know when you get to that point. Uh, unfortunate for us, we gave up a lot of big plays on the defensive side of the ball and, and uh, couldn't uh, complement our offense last week. So uh, it's one of those things when we, uh, you know, put it all together, hopefully. Uh, you know we can get a get a win uh, last week you know we put up 450 yards against Boone Central and anytime you can put up over 300 you got to feel good let alone 450 so uh, we just need to put both weeks together this week against Carney Catholic and I, I feel good about uh, our chances of making this a pretty darn good football game. Kurt do you feel that your team is more the defensive type or the offensive type after those first two? Well, after week one, I would have said that our defense was definitely going to be our strength this year. Our offense is going to be a work in progress. And then after week two, I felt like uh, well, if we can move the ball on, uh, like we did against Boone, uh, geez, our offense can be uh, pretty dangerous. And then our defense has got some improvement. So depending on which week you talk to me, um, you know, where we'll be at Saturday morning after the Carney Catholic game, I don't know. But uh, it's one of those things that you, we're kind of our own worst enemy at times too. Offensively the first week we had blown assignments. We had some costly penalties that really stalled some drives and then uh, week two was missed assignments and giving up the big play on defense. So uh, you know we got to get out of our own way first and fix us and if we can do that you know I feel good about us having an opportunity to be in a heck of a game. Kurt Friends and head football coach at Lakeview joining us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Kurt, there's something to be said for having a lot of starters back, which you guys do. There's also something to be said for playing such a tough schedule that there's not a lot of wins there. How have these kids responded with having the experience but playing tough, tough football week in and week out? Well, I wish I could say, you know, that I know for a fact we're mentally tough enough to handle an 0-2 start, but that's a, you know, jury's still out, and that's something we've talked to our kids about. You know, they're scrambling a little bit. We had a tough year last year where we were in uh, and held the lead actually in three of our seven losses. We had the lead going into the fourth quarter, and we just couldn't get over the hump and finish the game out. And that was one of the things going into this year. Hey, if we get the lead in the fourth quarter, we got to finish this thing out. Well, we haven't had that opportunity yet. Yet, uh, again, in the first two games, to have that lead and hold on to it. We've been chasing teams uh, through those first two games. 
So, you know, that's one of the things. We need to get the lead early and see if we can't hang on to that dang thing. And and uh, so mental toughness this week is going to be a big key. Uh, you know, are we going to be able to overcome a mistake here or there? Are they going to start questioning themselves? Uh, that's going to be the thing I'm going to keep a close eye on and, and our coaches have this week. I think the vibe's good. I think we've done some good things in practice. I feel like they're going out and still attacking each day. Uh, but you don't know until Friday night we get out there and they get some adversity how that's going to weigh on them obviously leading the way here is your quarterback dylan johnson who can throw and run and and maybe not a solid start if you look at his yards per carry and his completion percentage but uh, a young man that uh, knows this offense yeah, it's one of those things in that first game when you really look at the tape, you look at his stats, he was like three for 25, and like, yeah, what's the all the hubbub about this kid? Well, when we broke down film, a third of those were on our receivers. We had drops. A third of ours, uh, those incompletions, our offensive line had a direct hand in when uh, they just didn't uh, sustain blocks up front or blew assignment and pass protection. And a third was on DJ maybe not delivering the ball where it needed to be. So the one thing is, uh, you know, we we all had a uh, hand in our ineptness on offense in week one, and then you flipped a script on week two. Where everybody had a hand in what uh, great offensive performance we had. You know, DJ was 14 for 16 or whatever he was throwing the football and and uh, put it where it needed to be. But we had receivers going also going up and getting 50-50 balls and balance against some really very good athletes from Boone Central. And then our offensive line didn't have the breakdowns they had in week one. So uh, we're going to have our hands full against Carney Catholic. They play downhill and I know I told our kids right after the game we got back from Boone I said I already know that uh, Carney Catholic had lost I guarantee coach is going to have them spent nails when they get off the bus here at Lakeview so we're expecting nothing but the best out of Carney Catholic's defense and then the same thing on offense they're going to uh, be looking to uh, get us in space and defend the field and we're going to have to make sure we do that last minute here with Kurt Frenzen head football coach at, at Lakeview Kurt you played the Stars about as competitive as anybody in the regular season last year, and that was with that stud line that they had. What what were some of the keys to your success last year? Well, we really embraced the atmosphere. I, I tell you what, I had not been to Kearney Catholic in my you know, 19-plus years of coaching here and, and 15 years at Lakeview, but uh, what an atmosphere it was that night. That's one of the things. Our kids got there and were walking into the stadium. The stadium was packed, and, and uh, the – Fans are right on top of you at that field. The crowd, you know, was awesome. Uh, what a great atmosphere for high school football. So I think one of the reasons we were successful is our kids went there and, and had played in some huge games, uh, albeit on special teams. We didn't have kids starting on offense or defense. We had, those kids were playing in special teams positions the year before. So they had experienced some of those big-time atmospheres uh, in our semifinal run the year before. Uh, so they embraced that, and, and I think that kind of went along with we didn't uh, shy away from that. So uh, it's our Hall of Fame night here on Friday night. It's our first uh, Hall of Fame class ever. We're going to have a heck of a lot of alumni back. Uh, it's going to almost feel like a homecoming situation, although it's not homecoming. Uh, it's just a special ceremony for our uh, first inaugural class uh, here out at Lakeview at halftime. And, and we're going to have some big names, not only in Lakeview history, but Nebraska football history. The Pillen brothers, Cleet and Jim Pillen, are getting inducted into our uh, Lakeview Hall of Fame that evening. 
along with a lot of great contributors and coaches and a couple of our uh, outstanding teams that we had come through here in football and volleyball. So uh, we feel like it's going to be that same type of thing, a big-time uh, atmosphere for football. And you've got two hungry teams that know the importance of this game. I know I guarantee Carney Catholics preach to their kids, listen, you know, it's a non-district game, but if we want chances at wild cards, we're going to have to get this one. We're telling our kids the same thing. So uh, I tell you what, there's going to be a lot of good games going on in the state of Nebraska, but how competitive this game was last year, I expect the same exact thing. It's going to be a hard-fought battle of four quarters, and I wouldn't be surprised it came down to the very last play of the game. Well, it should be exciting. Uh, the teams have proven they can score points, so we'll see how she plays out. Coach, uh, thanks so much for the time, and best of luck throughout the season. We're appreciative uh, of the coverage, and we're excited to get this thing going, that's for sure. That's Columbus Lakeview head football coach Kurt Frenzen here on the new Tech Seed pregame show, and we'll chat with Kearney Catholic's Dave Calling right after this. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio. Catching up with Kearney Catholic head football coach Dave Colling, hitting the road to Columbus Lakeview, a team that gave a little problems last year, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But, uh, Coach, uh, the good thing about the program that you have is we rarely have to talk uh, after a loss. That is the case in this situation. We keep waiting for Ogallala to – we always hear that, hey, this is their year, this is this might actually be their year. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a good football team, Doug. Uh... Uh, you know, athletes, uh, you know, pretty good athletes. Their line, I thought, was pretty physical. Uh, you know, we uh, had a little seven-minute span where we didn't help help our, help ourselves any at all. And, uh, you know, a young football team like we are, we're, we're uh, you know, work in progress. And, and uh, so I just didn't get the job done last Friday. Obviously, uh, some of the I suppose some of the fears that maybe you had uh, in summer camp and and some of the things you saw in preseason still just haven't been worked out for you. Yeah, you know, and, and we're like I said, we this week of practice. I thought the focus was was much better. Um, didn't run the ball real well last Friday, and, and we need to do that. We we had to throw quite a bit last Friday, and uh, so just some just some little things and some little fixes. Tackling wasn't real great last Friday. You know, so we we uh, kind of didn't go back to the drawing board, but we uh, went back back to try to fix some of the stuff we we need to fix, and and uh, so we we spent the week doing that, and uh, you know I think the guys uh, definitely the the, the defeat uh, made them refocus a little bit. So you know sometimes a defeat isn't a bad thing. I never want to have them, but sometimes it refocuses the team, and and uh, you know so we had a good week of practice this week. 
Talking with Carney Catholic coach Dave Calling, uh, obviously you've given up more points in the first couple of games than maybe you have in a, in a whole regular season. Uh, tackling is definitely an issue. We still look back at the line trying to develop. Uh, wh- what can you do to slow down Lakeview here and Kozad next week and, and keep improving defensively? You know, like I, like I kind of alluded to, we got to fix ourselves and, and some of those little things. Uh, you know, we had guys on defense, for example. We had guys at the point of attack. We had guys there ready to make the hit and make the play, and and that just didn't get it done. So, you know, I think scheme-wise and guys understanding what we where we need to be on certain things is there. Uh, it's just once you get there, you got to make the play. And, and uh, you know, Lakeview's coming, and, you know, we're going down there. They're 0-2, but... They are not an 0-2 football team. They're a very good football team. The quarterback, number seven, is a, <clears throat> a pretty good ball carrier, and number 20 is a real good ball carrier. So, uh, like I said, we're going to need to uh, tackle well in space uh, this this Friday in order to come out of there with a victory. Dave, uh, you have decided uh, through the first couple of games, you're still kind of platooning quarterbacks here with uh, with uh, Blake and, and Matt. What does each one bring to you, and are you – trending that that might be the way it is the rest of the season? You know, both of them bring, you know, something a little bit different. Matt's a, you know, and both of them are good throwers. Uh, so, uh, you know, both of them are good quarterbacks and both of them, you know, we got to get both of them ready to roll. Uh, don't want to, you know, a guy goes down and have a second quarterback uh, ready to, ready to go. Uh, so both guys will play. Um, Brady will still start tomorrow. And, uh, you know, Brady, very good athlete and can help us in other places as well. Uh, but, you know, the, once we get the running game going, you know, Brady Brady uh, uh, does a great job of running the football also. So, uh, once again, this Friday, we'll have both quarterbacks go. And, and uh, like I said, both of them bring good things to the table. Dave Colling, head football coach at Kearney Catholic, chatting with us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show as they get ready to take on Columbus Lakeview. On the other side, you've scored 66 points in the first two games. Uh, again, you're still hitting some big plays. What is it about your offense that hits the big plays but so far maybe doesn't sustain a drive? It's okay to score. I know you're loving that, but you also like to have some consistency. Yeah, and you know, I think it goes back to you know being able to run the football consistently and and right now, you know, uh, Bryce James doesn't need a huge, a huge hole to uh, to break one, and he's just a very elusive, patient, uh, quick running back. And so, you know, we knew going in that he would, he would, you know, he's a big play type back. And uh, we just need to see, you know, and the line understands this, and they're they're working their tails off and getting, uh, you know, some other guys in the mix a little bit to get them some breathers and so forth. But uh, we just need to be more consistent. You know, we. Uh, everybody's got to be on the same page, chilling as a line, and and you know I think we're closer than we were, you know, two three weeks ago. But but uh, we'll see what this Friday brings. I hope we're getting close to a finished product here soon. Well, now tonight uh, you go to Columbus Lakeview. They've got a special night. They've got a Hall of Fame, and it's going to be a beautiful mm-hmm. night to play football in great surroundings. Last year uh, they were in the same situation, didn't win a lot of games, played a lot of tough opponents. They did give you a challenge uh, when they came up, and they've got a lot of kids back, uh, including their quarterback. So what did they do last year to, that bothered you, and uh, are they the same type of team? You know, they are, and, and we, you know, we saw them at Hastings uh, uh, football camp this summer, so – so you know, even last year, a very physical football team. I know that that st- sticks in my head, and and kind of you know some of the players as well. A uh, very physical football team. They kind of mimic us a little bit, I guess. They like getting guys out in space, 
Uh, you know, last year we had a very, we were very successful shutting down their run game last year. So they went to the air. Uh, this year they, you know, appear to like to run a little more than they do throw. Uh, quarterback, like I said, likes to likes to run the football, run some option, they run some jet sweep, uh, zone blocking scheme, they like zone zone reads, and so you know, similar to similar to us. And uh, this year, not necessarily do they love to throw the throw the ton out of the ball, but you know, I suppose they can if, if uh, the running game doesn't work. So we have our, our uh, challenge ahead of us, and, and you know, we talked about it all week and. Like I told the guys, you know, only two things can come out of a defeat, and in the same way football, same way in life, you got a couple of choices. You can, you know, let it affect you and, and uh, you know, go south, or you can use it as a learning tool and, and uh, get better. And, uh, you know, I think I know my guys well enough. I think we'll use it as a learning tool, and I think we'll be, we'll be ready to play Friday night. All right, Coach, let's have a good one tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you ahead of Cozad next week. Hey, Doug, thank you. Appreciate it. That's Dave Colling, Carney Catholic head football coach. We'll be back with the starting lineups right after this on ESPN Radio. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Nebraska weather is so unpredictable. Don't be left out in the storm with hail dents or even door dings. When your car plays the star in the episode of Nebraska Severe Weather, see the professionals at Dent Popper and Kearney to save you. Dent Popper can remove minor hail damage, door dings, and other minor dents without damaging the original paint. Joel, Scott, and the guys at Dent Popper know how important your vehicle is to you, and keeping it looking nice is what they do. Stop into Dent Popper today, just south of the library on First Avenue in Kearney. This at center will be Derek Smith, a 6'1", 190-pound senior. The right guard will be Cole Tessendorf. He's a 5'10", 225-pound junior. The right tackle will be Connor Wordman. He's also a junior, 6'2", 215 pounds. Left guard is Caleb Franzen, a 5'10", 200-pound junior. Left tackle is Alex Vokes. He is a 6'1", 170-pound junior. And the uh, wingbacks are Austin Foles. He is a senior. He's 6'1", 190 pounds. Split out in the slot will be Nicholas Dolziel. He is a 5'10", 155-pound junior. The Z-back is Tate Jansen. He is a 5'9", 165-pound senior. The I-back is Trent Roth. Roth is 5'9", 150 pounds and a senior. The fullback is Trey Shanks. He is a 5'11", 170-pound senior. And the quarterback is Dylan Johnson. Johnson, 14 of 16 last week. He's 5'11", 175 pounds and a senior. Now for Carney Catholic, on the, both the offensive and defensive line will be Michael Daniel, a 5'10", 255-pound junior. Ryan Brungard starts both ways on the line, 6'4", 255 pounds and a senior. Offensive line and defensive end is Andrew Harms, a 6'3", 255-pound senior. Brandon Mertz will start on the offensive line and the defensive end. He is a 6'3", 235-pound junior. On the offensive line, starting at center will be Mitchell Wasty. He is a 5'11", 190-pound 
uh, senior. At linebacker will be Nathan Williams, a 6'2", 195-pound junior. At corner will be John Hoosman. He's 5'10", 175 pounds, and a junior. At uh, wide receiver and free safety is Grant Bushcutter, a 6'185-pound foot senior. Wide receiver and linebacker is Creighton Hammock, who had a huge game last week. 6'3", 200-pound senior. Wide receiver and linebacker is Tyler Mestel, a 5'11", 185-pound senior. Wide receiver and cornerback is John Bach a 5'11", 185-pound senior, and the running back as well as linebacker is Bryce James, 5'10", 175 pounds, and a senior. The quarterback, and we'll introduce both of them, Brady Holtmeyer is a 6'1", 195-pound junior. He'll make the start, and then Matt Masker will play about as many snaps uh, behind center. He is only a sophomore, 6'2", and 200 pounds. Again, your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And statistically speaking, for uh, Kearney Catholic, uh, the uh, leading passer so far for the Stars this season is Matt Masker, 15 of 24 in the air for 146 yards, three touchdowns. Brady Holtmeyer, 8 of 16 for 100, excuse me, for 88 yards and uh, one touchdown. For Lakeview, Dylan Johnson is 17 of uh, 42. He was like 3 of 25 the first game of the year, but he has 249 yards on the season, two touchdowns and two interceptions, and uh, rushing the football. Uh, for Lakeview. Leading the way is Dylan Johnson, who's carried the ball 33 times for 95 yards and a touchdown. Chase Lemberg has 10 carries for 85 yards. And the leading rusher is Trey Shanks, who's carried the ball 21 times for 107 yards and one touchdown. Leading rusher for Carney Catholic, of course, is Bryce James. James has 30 carries on the season for 300 yards and four touchdowns. His three longest touchdowns amount for 200 of the 300 yards that he has. So take away that, he would have 27 carries for only 100 yards if you took away his three largest runs, uh, 185, 170, and one right at 50 yards uh, on the season. So, again, those are your starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney, and a beautiful night for football. Sun began to set. Great facility here. they got a beautiful track that goes all the way around the football field. It's a very lush, very uh, shortly cut grass. So it's going to be a very quick field out there. Uh, But everything is on the east side, which means we're all looking into that setting sun out to the west. Yep. And like you said, Randy, just a a beautiful facility here. Uh, You know, the football field's in great shape. Walked on it a little bit, uh, you know, before game and stuff. And uh, it's in great shape. And this, this is a great you know, setting for a football game, you know, 65, 70 degrees out, hardly any wind, beautiful out. It's a beautiful, beautiful night for football, and we're glad you could join us here as uh, we're going to be wrapping up the New Tech Seed pregame show, brought to you by Terry and Jason Starker, New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with a kickoff right after this timeout. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. This is Doug Ferguson. I've been here at the top of the hill for a lot of years, selling cars and trucks, making friends, and now we're Platte Valley Auto Kearney, and that's what we do. Hey, this is Irish Brain of Platte Valley Auto here in Kearney. I came all the way from Ireland to sell cars, make friends, and say top of the hill, Kearney. Selling cars. 
To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service. From seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of pro team design. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. I have always said that I'm a Nebraska Farm Bureau member because it gives me, as a farmer, a voice in the legislature and in Washington, D.C. But did you know what your Buffalo County Farm Bureau does for you in your own backyard? By giving scholarships to local kids, supporting the Buffalo County Fair and 4-H programs, or tackling zoning concerns and other local issues. Farm Bureau starts right here. That's why I'm a proud Farm Bureau member. Call Buffalo County Farm Bureau and rediscover your grassroots power. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. You're your leader. Contact Terry Jason Starker, New Tech Seed dealer near you. And welcome back to Lakeview. Beautiful night for football. Carney Catholic did win the, the coin toss. They deferred their choice to the second half, so they will be kicking off to the Vikings, and the Stars will be defending the South goal. Randy Bushcutter, Don Lease, we're here with you. Glad you could join us. Don, uh, this is a big game for both of these yes. two teams if they want to turn their season around. One of these teams could be 0-3, and maybe both of them will be 1-2 and after this game's over. Yep, and that's exactly right, Randy. This is a crucial game for Kearney Catholic and for Columbus Lakeview. Lakeview does not want to start off 0-3, even though it's against three great opponents, but they don't want to start off 0-3, and Kearney Catholic doesn't want to go to 1-2 and uh, going into the middle of the season either. You know, so uh, Grant Bushcutter, who called the coin toss uh, and uh, won it and deferred, he will start the game. So the game will begin off of his left foot. And back deep for the Vikings will be Chase Lemberg, who is uh, standing right at his about five-yard line. And again, not much of a wind. It's neither going to help nor hurt. That American flag that uh, we honored with a moment of silence here, remembering September 11th from 14 years ago, uh, indicates that there's not much wind here at all. Everybody's all set and ready to go. Number 13's got it all teed up, and Grant Bushcutter will begin the game with a uh, high kick. It's going to be short of the goal line, picked up at about the nine-yard line, and Lemberg takes it right up the middle, and he's going to be initially met, slowed down, and then brought down by Brett Kaiser, who led the way there for Carney Cavalry. Yep, nice high kick. You know, like you said, Randy, picks it up about the nine-yard line. Tries to take it right up the middle, but that high kick got the uh, Kearney Catholic Stars to get down there, and Brett Kaiser led the way on the tackle there. So it'll be first and 10 from about the 22-yard line. So, again, uh, probably a slight win there for the special teams for Columbus Lakeview. Playing quarterback, of course, will be Dylan Johnson, 14 of 16 a week ago. The week before that, he was 3 of 25. So it's been kind of hit or miss. He'll be in that pistol formation. As he's got a running back in front of him, he's going to hand it off to his tailback and not much room to run there at all. I think that was Shanks on the carry, and he lost some yards on the play. Yep, just trying to take it to the right side uh, for Columbus Lakeview there with kind of an ISO formation. 
and uh, he didn't gain anything. Lost about two or three yards on the play there, Randy. We're going to call that a loss of three, so good initial stop here for Carney Catholic. Shanks now is going to be split out wide to the right, and that'll be Dolzio, who's in the backfield. And they're going to fake the handoff, throw it right in underneath, caught by the tight end. Holtmeyer's going to lead the tackle. That's going to be a gain of about 13 on the play and enough for the first down. Yep, just a nice little play there. They fake the handoff up the middle, Randy, and then the tight end releases right down the middle, and they hit the tight end there because the linebackers came in on that ISO, fake the ISO play, and they hit the tight end going down the middle. So they are going to get up there relatively quickly here. And again, now that pistol formation, Johnson will keep it himself, be hit in the backfield. Nathan Williams going to help corral him with the help of Bryce James after a very short gain, maybe a gain of about two, and it'll be second and eight just short of the 40-yard line. Faking that handoff, coming to the left uh, to Shanks, and then he takes it up to the middle, going on to the right side, picking up about four yards on the play. That was a little bit more than I gave him credit for when they initially handed that off, so fairly good line surge there. Man comes across, quarterback's going to keep it, and DJ gets to that right side, and that time I don't think he did get back to the line of scrimmage at all. Never was brought down, but leading the way, it was Brungart. Yep. And uh, that was some nice defense there by the yep. Stars. And Mestel came in there from his linebacker position, and then so did Bryce James on that, faking that handoff again, coming to the left side, and then he tried about the same exact spot there, Randy, and there was nothing there for him to run. So Dylan Johnson now has it again, third and six. We'll see if this is a passing situation. He's looking to, to pitch it, and there, there's going to be a hit in the backfield and wrapping things up here for Carney Catholic immediately is uh, going to be uh, Nathan Dutenhofer. Yep. Yep, Nathan did a great job that time, kind of fighting off his block on that side there, Randy. Uh, Tyler Mestel came flying up there and made him pitch right away, and then Nathan Dutenhofer's right there for the tackle. Well, they're acting like they're going to be going for it here on fourth and about four, and we'll see if Johnson, who's also uh, their punter, will drop back and go in punt formation. Bat, short snap, but he's able to step into it and do a little pooch kick, and it's going to hit short of the 30. Going to be picked up by James, who tries to make one-man miss and can't. That's a good open field tackle on that far side, and I saw the first digit, and I can't see the second. Yeah, I couldn't either, Randy, because he kind of spun down and went down on the ground there. Well, I'm able to follow him out there, and it is Trey Shanks, Shanks who came that. from that right side. And so Shanks with a nice tackle in the open field. But Carney Catholic gives up one first down on a uh, quick little slant to the uh, tight end, but they get the ball in okay field position here. They'll have it first and 10 at their own 28 after the little pooch punt. And again, I think they're going to play a little keep away from the return game for Carney Catholic. Yeah, I don't blame him on that part of it either. So, again, now that pistol formation running back on either shoulder here for Holtmeyer. And now uh, Bach will line up in the slot on the left side. Bushcutter's out that left side as well. Ball's right in the middle of the field and running back off of either shoulder here for Holtmeyer, who takes the snap. He's looking to throw. Actually, it's Masker who throws it out here for James. James makes one-man miss, brings it out to the uh, 29, and that's going to be really the gain of only about one. Yep, because they put Holtmeyer in there and... Uh... Uh, James in the backfield on that one. They just kind of did a little bit of a swing pass here on this side to to Bryce James and uh, tried to make, you know, because you get Bryce out in the open field, try to make one person miss. And uh, Bryce, uh, Lakefield did a good job, Randy, coming up there and making the tackle. In the so Masker field. actually makes the start at quarterback, and he's in that pistol right now. Holtmeyer right behind him to his uh, right, and James to his left. They Fake the hand off to Holtmeyer. Pitch out to James, who has it at the 30 to 20, at the 35. Gets stood up and going to be pushed out of bounds, close to the first down marker. We'll kind of call that a gain of 10, but we'll see if it's enough for the first down. 
Yep, you know, he faked that handoff going to the left side to Brady Holtmeyer, and then he runs that option with Bryce James coming out here to the right side. Did a good job of pitching the ball, did uh, uh, Matsker, and then Bryce James got it down towards the, you know, first down they're going to bring out the chains here. Yeah, they're going to bring the chains from the far side of the field. They can't eyeball it that far away. So the chain gang bringing out the chains, just like Carney Towing and Repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. So gain of 10. We'll see if we're rounding up, rounding down, or have it exactly on. And we can't even see the football, but it is enough for the first down. And it's, it's I can't even see it because, again, near side of the field, the Lakeview players kind of blocking our view right on that sideline. And it was close enough to bring out the chain. So you know how close it had to be. Yep. And then, you know, they did a good job there, Randy, of reading that and then running that option. That's one of the plays they kind of put in this week with uh, having two backs in the backfield. They're going to run a little bit of option every once in a while. So Holtmeyer will be playing running back right now out of that pistol formation as Masker. And again, it's been the same formation. They've uh, kind of flip-flopped whether the, the James or uh, Holtmeyer is on the right or the left. And it's going to be a handoff to Holtmeyer right up the middle, runs through one tackler, gets flown, thrown forward, and is going to be just short of the 45-yard line. So that's going to be a gain of just short of five yards here for Brady Holtmeyer. Yep, you know, kind of the same formation, like you said, Randy, and then they're just either faking that handoff to, to uh, Holtmeyer up the middle or sometimes giving it to him. This time they gave it to him going up the middle and picks up a good four yards, four and a half yards on the play. So ball is staying on the toward the middle of the field, but it's a little bit closer to the right hash right now. So on the wide side of the field, two uh, wide receivers. Again, that same pistol formation running back on either side, and they're going to run the option, pitching it out to James. James will make one-man miss, get down the sideline, stepped out of bounds, and boy, that's going to be <laughs> awfully close again to uh, where he needed to get for the first down. They might have to bring out the chains again. Yeah, and it, like you said, Randy, good job that time. He fakes that handoff to, to Holtmeyer going up the middle, and they run that option. Uh, the defensive end on this side uh, did a good job of you know, making Matsker pitch, but then there isn't anybody out there, and Bryce James is uh, you know, going to be just a little short, I guess. If I'm Carney Catholic, I ask for a measurement. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, I mean holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it's awful close. So third and nothing. And uh, again, out of that pistol formation is going to be Masker. And they'll hand it. No, they fake the handoff. Masker has it, pitches it out to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer's got to pick up the Jets, and he does not get to the corner and actually loses a couple of yards. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that last one, Randy. They, you know, I would have kind of raised a little bit of a fit maybe coming up. You know, let's see what that is as far as, uh, you know, how, how far we're off on this because they, they, when they marked it, they only marked it about two, three inches behind the, the sticks. And, again, so. we, we have a great vantage point. Usually, yep. you know, if we have a bad angle, we don't say anything, but it's right in front of us, and to me that looked like it was right on. In any event, it's going to be a punting situation here with the loss of two. And so Bushcutter back awaiting the uh, snap, and it's a good one. A little bit of pressure coming, but uh, he's able to get it. Lobbing kick, and it's going to be fair caught by uh, Jansen, who comes up and gets it. And so no return on the play. Seven and a half minutes to go here. First quarter, both teams picked up a first down on their first drive and then had to punt. So we've just kind of been going back and forth. This drive now will start the 25-yard line here for Lakeview. We're still looking for our first scores of the game. Yep, and that you know, nice high punt by Grant there. It was able to get the you know the guys downfield there, Randy, and then the guy had to come running up there to fair catch that one right at the twenty-five. Yeah, and uh, Lemberg, I said Jansen, but Lemberg making the fair catch. 
Johnson's going to keep it, rolling out here after faking the handoff. Pressure comes, throws it in underneath, and it's going to be off the hands of his intended receiver and nearly intercepted by Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer kind of had the radar on of uh, delivering the hit, and had he been looking to intercept, he would have been able to pick up the pass as it was dropped there by Austin Foles. Not dropped, it was led too far, yep. and he only got one hand on it. Yep, they faked that handoff to the, up to the middle, and then they do this little flood route. I was, was kind of watching uh, them draw that up in the – in the meetings before the games here, and that's exactly what they do. They look for that tight end coming across. So, again, out of that pistol formation is Dylan Johnson. Johnson running back in front of him, another one behind him, and he'll hand it off to that tailback. And coming right through the middle looking for a little room to go is Trey Shanks, and Shanks does not have much room to na navigate there at all. And unstack it, that's a gain of about uh, two and a half, closer to three yards, and it'll be third and seven. Yep, just a quick handoff to Shanks going up the middle. Uh, you know, that's what Coach Calling thought they'd probably start to try to do is, is uh, you know, try to you know, see what they could do up the middle. He was kind of drawing up some plays for this and stuff, and that's kind of the one that they draw up, and Shanks just bursting it right up the middle. So Johnson right now has no backs in the backfield. There's trips to the left, which is the wide side of the field, two wide receivers to his right, and he's calling out the signals here and dropping back to throw, has a little time, throws it out here in the wing. It's going to be caught. And he's going to be tackled short of the first down. It's going to gain about three as Mestel was there, Hammock was there, and then uh, coming up uh, again, in case they missed him, was Hoosman. So that was well defended, even though they end up being a gain of about three. Yep, they did a little bit of a swing out of that, Randy, and uh, hit the back out of the backfield, uh, you know, kind of out of that situation. And uh, they're going to be about two yards short here. And again, they're, they're going to act like they might go for it here out of that pistol. And now dropping back is Johnson, who's both quarterback and punter. Gets a snap. It's a little bit high. Pressure coming. And they're going to throw a flag. No contact with the punter that I can determine. And it's going to be down then by uh, Lakeview. I think this might be a hold as Tate Jansen is the one to touch it. And uh, they talked with uh, Harms. Harms did not touch him, I didn't think. No, I didn't think so either. I think you're right. He took a good yeah. angle. Yeah, he was being held is what it was. Yep. He took a very good angle because he broke through, through there enough to be held because uh, uh, Harms drew the foul. Yep. And so they're going to call the hold, but they're going to decline the penalty yep. uh, because that was not an exceptionally good, good punt. And Carney yep. Catholic will have the ball here at about the 43-yard line. So Stars in fairly good field position as neither team has been able to get the ball into enemy territory. This is the second possession for the Stars. Still no score. 6-18 to go here. Quarter number one. And again, they're going to go with that same formation. Masker out of the pistol. Holtmeyer and James off of either shoulder here. And now James will move to his left, looking to pass his masker. Masker throws, has time, has a man, and it's going to be deflected at the last second. Nice read there. Keep it away from Hammock, and it's deflected by Chase Lemberg, who made a nice break on the ball. Otherwise, Hammock is busting free, and he'll take it to the house. Yeah, and you know, Hammock ran like a, you know, a little bit of an in route, about a 10-yard and a slant in, and uh, Hammock, uh, or he looked like he was wide open, and uh, Lindbergh did a great job of coming over there and deflecting that football. So we're not quite at midway through quarter number one here, and we'll check some scores for you here in just a moment. Now only one back behind Masker, and that's going to be James. And Masker fakes the handoff, has Brungard as a lead blocker, stops, throws, throws it in underneath, going to be caught and out of bounds. Mestel makes the catch, a gain of 12, and the Stars will move the chains. Yep, just to you know, roll out to the left side. After he faked the handoff to Bryce going to the right side here, he rolls out to the left side. Brungart's out there leading him and, uh, for blocking, and Mestel you know, ran a good route 
Uh, he was looking deep on that one. He looked for Hammock first, and then he ran. And he threw it in underneath to Mestel for the first down. And Mestel did a nice job of knowing where he was, tiptoeing down that sideline to make sure he secured it. So it'll be first and 10 into uh, Lakeview territory at the 45, and Masker's going to follow his uh, lead blocker, his running back, through the hole and maybe gain about one yard on the play, and that's going to be just about it. Internet streaming of these games brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit and again all of our games streaming live at platriverpreps.com as well as ESPNSuperstation.com. I know there's folks in Kansas City uh, listening to this in the Lawrence area and uh, around the world. Glad you could join us at platriverpreps.com. No backs in the backfield here for Masker on second and nine from the 44-yard line. Low snap, quick screen, caught. And uh, Bach will uh, fight for extra yards, maybe makes one man slip off of his leg a little bit, and it's going to be awfully close to a first down here. Going to be a little bit short, though, I think. I think he is, too, Randy. It's going to be a little bit short. He just hit Bach just real, you know, right off the bat, right down the middle there, and he picks up about five, six yards on the play. So nice catch there and hard work there by John Bach. Masker, quick throw it on his right side, caught by Hammock. Hammock puts that shoulder down, lunges forward to about the 30-yard line. That's going to be more than enough for the first down. That's a gain of eight, and the Stars will move the chains again. They mentioned that in their meetings, Randy, that they're, the short routes are there, and then if they start to suck up, they'll be able to hit, you know, do a little hitch-and-go type things. But right now they're just doing little quick outs on these things and picking up you know, yardage and first down. Well, there's plenty of speed. That's one of the uh, advantages that Carney Catholic has. Quick little throw out here for Hoosman. Hoosman makes the catch, doesn't have a lead blocker, just gets what he can down that sideline. He's going to be knocked out of bounds, and that's going to be a gain of about seven or eight. We'll see exactly where they mark that. Yep, just a quick little hitch out here to the right side, and then Hoosman picks up about you know six, seven yards on the play, Randy. But, uh, you know, that's one thing that they were drawing up. Just throw it out there and get what you can, guys. And they're playing with a little bit of what they call rhythm as they're getting up there very quickly. Masker, low snap, throws it, caught again by Hoosman. Hoosman in that slot, makes one man, runs one man over, and then lunges forward, has more than enough for the first down as he's down to about the 15-yard line. Yep, just a quick little, you know, hitch out, hitch routes that they're running, Randy, and they're just hitting them and, and uh, you know, picking up first downs on the play. And Lakeview calls the timeout. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. Stars are driving. 4.33 to go here in quarter number one, and they've got it first and 10 at the 15. We come back right after this. Anderson Brothers, your neighbor serving your neighborhood since 1947, wants to help a neighbor this winter. Anderson Brothers wants to install a high-efficiency furnace free into the home of someone who's truly deserving and in need. Do you know of someone you'd like to nominate? Do you own your own home and are in need? Just contact Anderson Brothers in Kearney or Holdridge before November 14th for your nomination. Giving back to the community, it's just Anderson Brothers' way of saying thank you for the honor of serving Central Nebraska for over 65 years. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC, former basketball coach at Carney Catholic, Don Lease. You called timeouts like that before when the other team kind of had a little bit of momentum. No, that's definitely. exactly what that timeout was. Yeah, that's exactly, you're right, Randy. That's exactly what that was. They, they saw something, and Coach Harvey's gone to it three or four times now, just little curl ins and hitting those guys, and they're picking up five to seven yards every play. 
So again, they'll go back to that formation where Holtmeyer and uh, James are just off of either shoulder here for Masker. Be first and 10 from the 15-yard line. Masker started at quarterback. He's been in there the whole way. A little counterplay here for James. James right up the middle. He's going to be stood up after he gets down to about the 10-yard line. Pushes the pile forward to about the 9. We'll see whether or not they spot him down to the 8. But that's good gritty running and a nice job by that line led by Mitchell Wasty right up the middle to set up that play. Yep, good line surge by Carney Catholic, you know, being able to give that ball off to Bryce James, and Bryce kind of picks where he wants to go on that because uh, it's a pretty deep handoff. And they had some people, you know, that did kind of the same routes on the same on the left side there, and then they give that ball to Bryce and let him pick and choose where he wants to run. So it'll be now they they gave him only about uh, two and a half yards on that play. And again, from our vantage point, it's kind of hard to see, especially looking into this setting sun. Masker has some time, throws it down on that left wing, caught by James. James can't make the first man miss. They're actually going to lose yards on the play. Great open field tackle on that far side by Nicholas Dolziel. Yeah, Nicholas did a great, a really good job there, Randy, because that's what they want to do is they want to get Bryce out in space. And he came up one-on-one -on -one and made a good tackle on Bryce on that left side. But that's exactly what Carney Catholic wants is some one-on-one -on -one situations for Bryce. So third and 10 from about the 15-yard line. Masker will have James on his left. That's the uh, short side of the field. One wide down on that side and two wide receivers to the right. Masker looks, throws it in underneath. Going to be caught. London for the pylon is going to be Mestel. Mestel for the touchdown. Yep, just a quick little out on that side. You know, they faked the handoff to Bryce. Bryce did a good job picking up a guy blitzing. And then they hit Tyler Mestel on about a 10-yard out, and then he put, took it in the rest of the way. Nice throw, nice catch there for Carney Catholic. Touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank and Carney, the better bank. Nice job there by Mestel lunging forward and getting that extra couple of yards here. So it's a touchdown from 13 yards away, and number 13 will try to make it 7 to nothing. Carney Catholic scoring on their second possession of the game. Nestle, nice snap. Good hold there by Bach. Kick is up. We have a flag down. The kick is good. And I think they may have run into the kicker and not real hard, thankfully. Yep. <laughs> on several levels for yep. us. And they're going to discuss this over with uh, Carney Catholic. And I'm sure that they'll want to have that uh, enforced on the kickoff. It is a running into the kicker, so the extra point is good. It'll only be a five-yard penalty, so it wasn't the roughing variety. So, Stars get on the board first. They lead it 7 to nothing. 3.08 to go here, quarter number one, and they'll be kicking it off when we come back right after this. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. So Matt Masker connects with Tyler Mestel from 13 yards out, and Carney Catholic has their first points of the ball game. They lead it here seven to nothing here at Columbus Lakeview, and that was the most consistent. Yep drive the stars have had all season long in terms of you know again you you like to get that big hitter from 70 85 yep. yards away and the like but that one was the most consistent march right down the field all year yep and then it's one of those a little bit of a confidence builder randy for we talked about it last week that you know the line needs and stuff and they did that they marched it right down the field dinking and dunking on a little passes and stuff 
and then running the football. So Bushcutter here will kick off from the 45, and we'll see whether or not he tries to punch this in the end zone, and it is going to go into the end zone for the touchback. So uh, Lakeview will be starting right at the fringe of the Carney Catholic red zone. Well, maybe we should call it the Platte Valley of Auto. A Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. When you're in the zone shopping for a new used vehicle, head to the top of the hill, 2nd Avenue at 42nd Street, Kearney's hometown Ford store is Platte Valley Auto of Kearney. Stars got in that red zone one time, turned it into a touchdown, and Lakeview right now has not even gotten into Kearney Catholic territory so far as they trail it here 7-0, 308 to go in quarter number one. And again, Dylan Johnson, that quarterback, out of that pistol. He's going to hand it off on that right side, looking for a little running room. It's going to be Lemberg. Lemberg uh, gets to the corner, and that's about it. A little bit of a surge there, but uh, Blake led the tackle. Also getting a uh, piece of the tackle there was Brandon Mertz. Yep, and you know, tried to get that guy going clear out to the outside there, Randy, and we got a flag on the play Yep, and holding on uh, you know, Lakeview on this run on here. And again, that's about the same spot where we saw that hold earlier on the uh, end, and uh, earlier it was Harms that drew it. This time I think Murs might have been the one that was held on that left side. Yep, I think so, because he, he got out there pretty quickly, you know, on that reverse and tried to turn that play in, and it looked like uh, he got kind of spun around there, Randy, so uh, Lakeview will have to go back about 10 yards on this. Well, it'll be a spot foul. It was behind the line of scrimmage, so we'll see exactly where they mark it. It'll be, uh, I think, technically half the distance to the uh, goal, and it doesn't really matter because they still end up right at the 10-yard line. Yep. So, you know, but, uh, you know, Carney Catholic, that's one thing, you know, they try to run out wide, and that's kind of, you know, Carney Catholic's, you know, thing is, too, is to, you know, their speed, and they got out there also on that play. So we'll see what Dylan Johnson can get done here. He'll take the uh, snap, hand it off, trying to get that sweep as Lemberg. Lemberg gets the left side, makes one man miss as he had that late block there. But then from behind, it's uh, Mestel leading the tackle who came in from the backside, and also uh, great work there by uh, Dutenhofer getting a piece of the tackle as well. Yep, and John Hoosman, I think, came flying up there, Randy, and kind of turned the play in uh, from his corner position there, and then, like you said, Dutenhofer and those guys made the tackle on that play. So it's a gain of about eight, so it'll be second and about 12 here. Shotgun formation rolling out is Johnson. Johnson has time to throw, throws it in underneath, going to be caught to his tight end. Tight end is going to drag the defender forward out to about the 35-yard line, so that'll be a gain of 17. Yep, he rolls out to his right. He had two receivers out there on the right side. They were covered pretty well, one going deep and uh, one going a little bit shorter on the out, and uh, then they hit the tight end, dragging across the middle. They've done that a couple of times, looking for that tight end. He's not the main option, but they'll see him as he comes across the middle. Well, Austin Foles has been the main option so far. He's got two, two of the three catches. little sweep here for Lemberg. Lemberg breaks one tackle, and... Great work on the uh, pursuit there by Dutenhofer. Otherwise, that's a touchdown. Dutenhofer is going to hog time after a gain of about nine. Yep, just coming around this left side uh, for Lakeview, Carney Catholic's right side, uh, you know, and then just uh, you know, trying to outrun them. And, uh, you know, like you said, Dutenhofer did a good job coming off of his block and coming back and making the tackle for Carney Catholic. So 27 yards rushing here for Chase Lemberg on two carries. It'll be second and one. They're still short to midfield. It'll be second and one at the 44-yard line. And uh, they'll fake that handoff to him. And coming right through the middle is going to be the quarterback. Quarterback is going to get to the line of scrimmage. And then just a slight bit of line surge at the end will get him that yard enough for the first down for Dylan Johnson. Yeah, like you said, right off the bat, right up front, they, they hit him pretty good. But he kind of spun 
Uh, enough, a little, little bit of a line search to kind of fall forward and get the first down for Columbus Lakeview. So Lakeview with the first down here, and we've got a minute and a half to go in quarter number one. Seven nothing, Carney Catholic. After the Stars get the touchdown, this is Lakeview trying to respond and running behind some pressure is Lemberg. Lemberg cuts back to the inside, and uh, he's going to be tackled there. Bushcutter got a piece of it, and on that far side, I think from his end position is uh, going to be Murs as well, Noah's Bach, who yep. came from his corner, that really made most of the tackle there. It's a gain only of about two for Lember. And, and Bryce James did a good job of come flowing up there really fast. Randy kind of turned that play in, and then Bushcutter and Bach were right there to make the tackle. I think Bushcutter got him to cut in, and Bach did all the heavy lifting there. Final <laughs> minute of quarter number one, seven nothing stars. Johnson out of that pistol. Will ride his running back, keep it. No, he handed it off, and good thing, because he had a little room to run there. And Trey Shanks gets back to the line of scrimmage and maybe turn those shoulder pads for a gain of about a half yard. No, they're not going to move that stick at all. So no gain at all for Shanks. Yeah, like you said, he's riding Shanks going across there, Randy, and just going looking and looking and looking. And he gave the ball to Shanks, but like you said, uh, he could have probably went up the middle there for maybe a little bit of a gain. So Johnson calls it out, has the snap, throws it in underneath, going to be caught. One man misses, and then the second tackle made by Hoosman at about the 38-yard line. That'll be a gain of uh, 12 on the play, first and 10 here for Lakeview. Yep, and then Lakeview did this, kind of the same thing Carney Catholic did on that last drive there, Randy, is they got three receivers out there to the side, and they all ran about a little seven, eight, nine, you know, button hooks is what we used to call them. You curled them in, and then they just hit one of the receivers right there. 12 seconds to go in quarter number one for the first time. Lakeview is in Carney Catholic territory, first and 10 from the 39. Johnson rolling out to his right, throws it in underneath, intercepted by Bushcutter. And it's going to be picked up by Bushcutter at about the 30. Brings it out to about the 32-yard line. Went through the intended receiver's hands. Bushcutter was able to grab it from to the, the left side of him and get what he could out of it. And Carney Catholic's defense holds there. Yep. And like you said, rolling out to his right. He's looking deep. Then he tries to hit that tight end coming back across the middle. And it went off the tight end's hands. And then Grant did a great job of reaching back there across his body, pulling that one down for the interception for Carney Catholic. There's point one on the clock. And so this will be the final play, barring a uh, penalty of uh, quarter number one. Stars leading it seven to nothing. Shotgun formation here for Masker. Trips to the left, which is the wide side of the field. One wide receiver to the right. And they're going to hand the ball off to James. No, he takes it out of his belly and going right up the middle is going to be Masker. Masker's going to bring it just short of the 35-yard line. So that'll be a gain of about three. And that will end quarter number one here for Kearney Catholic and Lakeview. The Stars have a 7-0 lead as we head to the second quarter right after this timeout. No, Mom, it's Josh's turn. I had to take it out the last time. Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. The Stars leading here in Columbus Lakeview by a score of seven to nothing. Some other scores for you. Carney right now at home is leading North Platte six to nothing. Seventh ranked Grand Island leads at home against Omaha Burke seven nothing. That game's in the first quarter. The Bearcats are in the second quarter. Platte River Radio delivers the score, and Ashley Furniture Home Store delivers your dream furniture right to your door. And we're starting the uh, second quarter here. Good friend Bernie Madison back in our neck of the woods there, Don. Yep. Got a big, uh, a couple big wins so far this season. Yes, he does. You know, got one in overtime last week, and, uh, you know, very good for Bernie. We're still rooting for the Bearcats. No offense, Bernie. Shotgun formation yep. here for Masker. Masker, quick throw on that right side, caught by Mestel. Mestel is uh, able to step through. Going to be a short game, just that short passing game. Yep. Gain of only about two yards. But, again, uh, make a man miss, it can turn into a big play pretty quick. Yep, and that's kind of what they're trying to do, Randy. They kind of lock up on a lot of things, and they, they set back quite a ways is what they were saying in the meetings. And so you just run little curl ins and, you know, try to get you get the ball, guys the ball and, and see if you guys can't make something miss. Third and five from about the 37-yard line here. Masker checks his wristband, what he wants to do. Again, he has uh, running backs off of either shoulder, Holtmeyer and James. Trips to the left, low snap. He'll keep it himself, makes one man miss, comes right up the middle, slides off tackle, and he puts his head down. He's going to be short of the first down here, and I think probably Carney Catholic would punt because they're, they're across the 40 to about the 41, maybe eh, about 41 and a half, but I'm sure Carney Catholic will punt here. Yeah, I think so too, Randy. Is, uh looks like we've got a cramp situation. <laughs> Guy's kind of you know <laughs> trying to stretch him out down there in the middle of for Clakeview. Yeah, so we'll uh, be working out just a little bit of a, a cramping. Doesn't look like it's anything serious. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Mitch Wasty missed much of the game last week with some uh, cramping, some other issues, but I think he's back pretty much feeling a, about 100%. Uh, yeah. Grant had some weird bruising and stuff that kind of <laughs> slowed him down. I think he's getting closer to being where he wants to be. Yep, and he, he you know... He, Mitchell was talking to me, you know, this or just yesterday, and he said, you know, it was just one of the things in his hip that all of a sudden he just could not take that step forward and stuff without having a lot of pain. And uh, they stretched him out real well all week and got him limbered up and everything. And he said it felt pretty good this morning. Well, again, if, if the, the, you can play with pain if it doesn't slow you down. Yep. You know, and and or makes you weak or whatever. Uh, but you you can't. So that's the difference between uh, injured and being hurt. Yep. If you can't play, then you're injured. Yep. And uh, so it's it's a tough game, but, uh, you know, these kids want to fight their way through it as best they can. But come sometimes it gets to the point where you just can't uh, do it. Beautiful night for football, though. Holy cow. It is absolutely gorgeous out there. 66 degrees. I think officially we've got like a one-mile-an-hour wind, and that is about it. It is a great night for football as uh, the wind is coming down. We kind of mentioned uh, beautiful, lush, green uh, field here. No no bad patches or anything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cut short, so it's going to be a very, very – Fast track. Tonight's field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weegis. Pioneer knows more about your field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Craig Weegis, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. And they're still stretching them out there, but again, this is just a cramp, so we're uh, we're not too worried about it. It's one of the linemen, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I 
again, I hope that's all it is. And maybe he got stepped on the muscle, whatever, but boy, very gingerly walking off, but he is walking off on his own account, is Noah Duncan. Mm-hmm. And Every... so the senior is uh, coming, off, coming off. And he's got that uh, left ankle, the one he's limping yeah. on. He's got that wrapped up pretty good. So that might be an ankle instead of what we thought it was. Yeah. And he's kind of, you know, limping a little bit because he comes off. But, uh, you know, Carney Catholic looks like they're going to, you know, line up for the punt right here for Carney Catholic here, Randy. So uh, Bushcutter is standing at uh, about the uh, 27-yard line. And they're going to have a couple of guys back deep. Lemberg is going to be the deepest. And again, exactly 11 minutes to go here in the second quarter. Stars leading at 7-0 at Columbus Lakeview. Good snap. Not much pressure. Bushcutter, high kick. And Lemberg is going to call for the fair catch. And that was a little bit of uh, preservation because after making a good snap, Mestel was right in his grill. And had he not fair caught that, uh, he'd be seeing the dentist tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and like you said, you know, the good, the key, you know, is is Grant gets a good high kick off there, Randy, and and the guy looks ahead and he's like, no, I'm just gonna fair catch this thing because Carney Catholic's right down there, like you said, Tyler Mestel and some of those guys are right down there in there. And they're trying to have an up back, not to receive the punt, but rather to block the first guy coming through there. And Mestel yep. was able to uh, juke him essentially out of position. So after making a nice snap, he makes a good defensive play on special teams. So it'll be first and ten from the 27 yard line here. Calling out the signals is going to be Johnson. Johnson keeps it, and he's going to be enveloped. Leading the tackle there for Kearney Catholic is going to be Nathan Williams. Yep. Came through from that linebacker spot, filling the hole very nicely. Yep, Nathan shot right through there, uh, you know, from his linebacker, blitzing through that uh, spot there. And that's exactly where Johnson was trying to get the ball to, is right in that area. And, and Nathan did a great job of blitzing and making the tackle. And it will be a tackle for a loss on the play. So it will be second and 11 from about the 26-yard line. They're going to split out uh, uh, Jack Reeg wide to the right. Out there man-to-man is going to be Bach, and he's going to drop back off of that just a little bit. Johnson looking, looking to throw. And he's going to throw the ball deep. And there's a man there, and it's going to be knocked away by Bach at the last moment. And they're going to call a flag on it. I thought he timed that jump, and yeah, he went over the top of him and knocked the ball down, but he has as much right to I don't think he went through his body. No, I don't think so either. I, I, honestly, I think that's a bad call and pretty good defense by Bach, but Bach was behind the receiver, and a lot of times they're going to give the benefit of the doubt to the receiver in that situation, but I thought John Bach played a nice defensive play there. They throw the flag, and Bach is uh, saying, you got to touch him before you uh, get yep. the penalty, right? Yep. And, you know, just a fly route coming down. He faked that handoff and then stepped back. Quarterback did, and it's a fly route. And he kind of threw it up there. And John Bach had, you know, pretty good position, you know, and the guy was just in front of him. But it was kind of one of those, like, a rebounding situation. He went up after the rebound, knocked the ball loose, and uh, gets the flag called on him. And, again, since we're talking basketball here, they always, you know, people say yeah, it's over the back. Well, if you go over the back and don't touch him, yep. then it isn't a foul. Exactly right. It isn't a foul in yep. basketball. It's not pass interference in football. Any event, it'll be first and ten from the 42. And they're going to hand the ball off. And, boy, Williams is right there. As Trey Shanks has nowhere to go. Williams being <laughs> congratulated by uh, – by Bryce James and the lot because that was a nice defensive play there for Nathan Williams. Yep, they go to that left side, you know, the left side of Lakeview, the right side of Carney Catholic, and Nathan Williams, that right linebacker on that side, shot right through there and made the tackle for a loss. About a loss of about two, so it'll be second and 12 from the 40-yard line now. Johnson gets the snap, going to throw a quick little hitter right underneath, going to be caught, and it's going to be more than enough for the first down. Just sitting right in that seam there is uh, going to be Austin yep. Foltz again for a nice little gain. 
Yep, and then just kind of out here on this right side. There's two receivers on this right side. They fake that handoff going to the left side, and the quarterback just rises up and hits his uh, tight end and receivers on this right side. So Foles has gains of catches for 13, 17, and 16 yards. Just find that nice little seam there. And, again, they're going to run a little cross-buck action. With the basketball here is going to be Shanks. Shanks, uh, rather it's Roth. Roth breaks the tackle, gets to that outside, and Bushcutter is able to trip him up after he gets across the 30-yard line. They're going to mark him out at the 20. So, that a 24-yard gain there for Trent Roth. Yeah, coming out to, to the right side for Lakeview, and, and uh, they got a good, good, good seal block. There's two guys that were blocking, uh, John Bach and, and uh, Brady Holtmeyer on this right side here, Randy, as they pulled on that. And uh, he got out there to the outside and picked up the first down. So they'll spot the ball right at the 20-yard line. Hand off again. Again, a nice little seam right up the middle is going to be Roth. Roth is going to plunge to the goal line. Touchdown. Just off tackle. Had a huge hole there. And by the time it closed, he was able to go in from 20 yards out for the five points bank touchdown. Yep, taking it to the right side, Randy. Like you said, kind of off that tackle position. Then he just kind of jetted it out to the outside as things kind of got clogged up in the middle. And, uh, you know, took off to the end zone for Columbus Lakeview. About a 20-yard gain run that was, Randy? Yeah, that... 20, right at 20 yards, just outside of the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone. And trying the extra point here is going to be Tate Jansen. Jansen, the snap is down. The kick is up. And it is inside that left upright and good. So it's 7-7, to 9-10 to go here in the second quarter. And the hometown Lakeview Vikings have a little bit of momentum, and they've tied the score at 7. We'll be back with a kickoff right after this. The game is more fun to watch with Fanatics. Fanatics Sports Bar in Kearney, that is. And now there's even more Fanatics to love. The new edition nearly doubles the room inside, and the bullpen combines the great outdoors with great seats to the game. Follow the Oscars and your other favorite teams on over 30 high-def TVs, including two huge HD projection screens. Treat yourself to a wide variety of appetizers, sandwiches, pizza, wings, burgers, and even a kid's menu that will make you stand up and cheer. Football is more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue in Kearney. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. We got ourselves a brand new ball game here with 9-10 to go before halftime. Tied at 7. That was a, a nice drive, a little running, a little dink and dunk uh, with the tight end. And uh, Lakeview kind of found a nice uh, nice bit of offense there as they drove right down the field, aided by a pass interference penalty. Yep. And, it, you know, like you said, Randy, you know, nice little drive for them is exactly what Carney Catholic did the time before uh, against Lakeview. They dinked and dunked and they ran the football, and that's exactly what Lakeview did. They mixed it up really well that time. So, again, after that, and the extra point, Tate Jansen now will uh, kick the ball off. It's easy to remember who the kickers are in this game. They're both number 13. <laughs> so, Jansen will come up and a little bit of a shorter kick, and that's going to scoot out of bounds. Cooper Holbrook had the opportunity to pick it up if he wanted to, but kind of understood it had enough. Uh, oomph on it that it was going to go in there. Had a little backspin, yep. but it does go out of bounds. And so Carney Catholic hit the ball in pretty good field position here as it will go out to the 35-yard line. Yeah, and that's, you know, I, I think you're going to see that quite a bit. You know, those little, you know, dunks and, and things like that, Randy, over the field, try to, you know, kick it in an area. Uh, this one for them just went out of bounds, but I don't think they want to kick it deep to John Bach and, uh, and Bryce James back there to get them, let them, you know, get out there and have a big return on it. Yeah, they're moving the ball out to the 35-yard line. Now, other scores we can pass on to you in Class B. Grand Island Northwest at halftime has the lead over Lions 55-15, to so they have a running clock there in Grand Island. In the second quarter, 
Seventh-ranked York with a 35-0 lead over Schuyler. That game's in the second quarter. And Lexington has a 6-0 lead over Gehring. That game also in the second quarter. First and 10 from the 35. Masker has it. Pump fake throws. Caught out there by Mestel and then dropped. It was punched out of his hand after he went up high for the ball, bringing it down, and give credit to the receipt, the defender on that far side as he came down and punched it out of his hand. Yep. And that's one of the plays they drew up in the huddle or in the team meetings, Randy, was a pump fake out to the flats and then hitting the guy on the go route, was, which was Mestel. And that was nice defensive play there by, I believe, that was Trent Roth. And off here to James. James gets a little seal blocked by Pacheco, and uh, that'll give him enough for the first down. Had a gain of a probably about seven with that seal by Pacheco came downfield. Uh, he'll have enough for the first down. Yep, and nice run. Didn't, didn't get a great spot. I thought he got Ooh. across the uh, the 45-yard line. And uh, yeah, you know, I thought about to the 46 or the 47. It's just on the other side of the 45. It is gain of 10, and it will move the sticks. And like you said, nice seal block out here on this left end by Pacheco. Shotgun formation for Masker. He's going to hand it off to James. James hit in the backfield, and he's going to be ridden down there by Connor Werderman as Werderman came through virtually unblocked, and I think there's a flag on the far side over there, and that's yep. generally on the offense. When and where that was thrown. They may decline this, Lakeview. It's a face oh, mask, yeah. you know? So face mask is uh, going to be taken by Carter Catholic. Thank you very much. Yep, and, you know, Lake, you did a good job of getting in there on that play there as they, you know, faked that or gave that handoff to Bryce going to the right side, and they were right in there. But to, to get him down, they must have been able to get in there and get the face mask. And it was actually in the backfield, and it's not the uh, personal foul variety. It's only a five-yard variety. So instead of maybe a, a loss of the on the play, it's going to be a gain of four, and it's still first down. So it'll be first and six, just short in midfield here for Carney Catholic. Shotgun again from Asker. He's looking to throw. Quick throw to that right side. Going to be caught. Mestel makes one man miss. Puts his head down at the 30. Brings it across to about the 28. Down to the 25-yard line. That'll be a 26-yard pitch and catch as Mestel started off as a wide receiver. Ended up as a fullback. Yep, and did a great job, you know, getting out there on that outside. And they just kind of running some, you know, curl routes and some little bit of, you know, curls and goes. And that was uh, one of those to Mestel there. Like you said, Randy, he caught it about 10 yards deep. And then he just bulldozed over a couple guys, too to pick up more. So first and 10 from the 25-yard line. Masker looking to throw, and then another pump fake. Now pressure's coming. Makes one man miss. Spins off of another guy. He makes another man miss. Lunging forward and finally goes down. Loss of two on the play, but there's blue jerseys all over the place as Masker refuses to go down, but still ends up uh, being sacked for a two-yard loss. Yep. And you know, like you said, he, did, he faked it out here. I think it was uh, Hoosman out here was going to give a, you know, a, a curl in about five yards down and then go route. And uh, by that time, then the blue jerseys were in there. He made a few guys miss. He got back towards the line of scrimmage, but uh, it could have been a lot worse than what it was. Middle linebacker Noah Duncan did not get the tackle, yep. but he did take up a couple of blockers, and that's one reason why the pocket collapsed there on Masker. So loss of two on the play. And Masker will call it out. No backs in the backfield. We'll throw it. Caught. And then it's tipped on that far side. And it's going to be incomplete. Trying to connect over there to uh, Brett Kaiser. And Kaiser wasn't able to secure it. So it will fall incomplete. Yep. Just running a good, good deep in route. Uh, you know, Kaiser was a slant kind of in. And then Bryce James was kind of going to the out. Or uh, no, nah, it wasn't Bryce James. That was uh, John Bott going to the outside. But uh, Kaiser was right there. 
Um, just couldn't quite corral that pass. So third and 12 at the 27-yard line, 7.46 to go here. Second quarter, we're tied at seven. And Masker has gone and played quarterback the entire way. And uh, kind of a long count here as Hoosman comes across the formation. Masker looking to throw. Throws it and got it deep. Got a man out there, but overthrown a little bit, and it's going to fall incomplete in the end zone. Now, coming in underneath on the route and trying to get to the inside was Brett Kaiser. He ends up throwing it to the outside, and it falls incomplete. Yeah, and that's one of those uh, they were trying to, you know, see if they would bite on some certain things because, uh, you know, they drew that up also as he runs like a little bit of a slant and go, and then they're going to swing a guy out to the outside on that. This time, Masker looked for Kaiser to go on that one. Uh, just didn't quite connect with him. They're going to forego the 44-yard field goal attempt here and go for it on fourth and 12 from the 27. So shotgun formation here for Masker. And again, Hoosman will come across that formation. So there's going to be trips to the right. They fake the handoff. He's looking to the right. Throws it, and it's going to be intercepted at the two-yard line. That's going to be the best punt yep. of the day. Yep, it's one of those that you, you know, if you, you're late, you're, you're glad you intercepted it, but yet, you know, you knock it down maybe and uh, you, know, you get the ball up here at the 27, 28-yard line, but it's going to be marked about the two-yard line and the two or three-yard line for Lakeview. And uh, I thought that was 27 that came up with it, but there's no 27 on their roster, so I must be wrong on that. In any event, ball caught it about the uh, two, maybe three-yard line. He knocks it down. They've got it out to the 27. Yep, yep. We mentioned that one time, uh, I think last year or something, uh, you know, where they caught the ball, you intercepted the ball, but it's, you know, good for us. You know, Masker's throwing it out there because if they do intercept it, they get the ball right there. So Dylan Johnson is in the end zone here awaiting the snap. He's going to hand the ball off. No, he keeps it in. Yeah, he handed it off. Kind of hard to see from this vantage point. He did not get out to the five-yard line, so not much uh, room to run there at all. I think it was, uh, I think it was Roth who carried the ball there. Either 20 or 25 in the back. Yeah, it was 25. So we carried that one. So gain of, we'll call it two here for Raw. Yep, and just trying to take it up the middle, trying to give him a little bit of a room out of that situation there. Shanks is behind Johnson, and uh, they'll uh, give it off to Shanks, and Shanks is going to be stood up after he gets it across the five-yard line, maybe out to the seven. So that'll be a gain maybe of about two, and that's going to set up now third and six. Yep, just having two back or two backs in the backfield, and they're just trying to get uh, Shanks coming out here to the Lakeview right side and Carney Catholic left side. Carney Catholic did a good job of stringing that out, and then the linebackers came in there and uh, kind of cleaned things up. Well, the ball is spotted at about the six-yard line. They got to get it to the 12, so this will be third and six. It says third and five on the board. Six and a half to go in the shadow of their own goal line. Calling it out is going to be Johnson. Johnson, long count is going to hand it off in the middle, and Harms was the first one to stand him up, and then in comes a galaxy of stars who wrap things up here. No gain, maybe even a short loss on the play, as Shanks had nowhere to go, and it's going to be a punting situation here for Lakeview. I don't even know if they're going to play their little cute yeah. punt, punt game there because I don't think they're going to fool anybody that they may go for it on fourth and six at their own seven-yard line. Yeah, and you mentioned it, Randy. You know, Harms did a good job of shedding his blocker and getting right back in there, and then there's about four or five other people that came right in there to make that gang tackle there. And it's going to be, I believe that's James standing right at the 50-yard line and uh, toward the back end of the end zone. Awaiting the uh, snap here is going to be Tate Jansen, who does most of the punting, but uh, again, Johnson will do some of it. 
Low snap, picks it up on the bounce, and he'll just kind of pooch it, and it's going to hit at about the 35-yard line and get downed right there uh, on one little bounce by Trent Roth. And uh, Carney Catholic uh, will, will only lose it, from, that, uh, from the interception until they get the ball back, and there was a punt in there. They're only going to lose uh, about seven yards on yep. that exchange. Yep, because when Matska rolled out there to throw that ball, Randy, you know, 27, 28-yard line, and he threw it, and they intercepted it at the 2- or 3-yard line, and now they, you know, hold him on the downs, and now you get the ball back here about the 35. Yeah, it's uh, we're going to call it the 37-yard line. We'll be first and 10, five and a half to go here, second quarter. Stars are tied with Lakeview 7-7. Seven to seven. Shotgun formation or pistol formation. It's Holtmeyer who will hand the ball off to the first back coming through. And I believe that's uh, James, but I'm not sure who the other running back was back there. So we'll have to unstack this and see who it was. Is that Cooper? Holbrook. Yeah, it was Cooper Holbrook who carried the football. Yep, this time you know, Cooper in the backfield. Uh, you got uh, uh, Brady Holtmeyer being the quarterback, and you got Cooper Holbrook and Bryce James back in the backfield um, to see which one you're going to give the ball off to. That's a pretty good triple threat there because yep. Holtmeyer is more of a threat to run with the ball than Masker is. A Masker probably uh, better to... Throw the ball deep anyway. Holtmeyer looking to throw. Now he's going to tuck it and go, and he's going to get to the line of scrimmage, maybe gain about one, and that's going to be about it. Good decision there yep. by Holtmeyer, but that hole closed pretty quickly. Yeah, he did. You know, they kind of ran that little bit of a option and then kind of wanted to do a little bit of a shuttle pass to uh, Bryce James coming back through there, but uh, Lakeview did a good job of just sustaining and holding themselves right there, and then Holtmeyer said, heck with this, I'll just take it up and see what I can get. So trying to track it down. Still Carney leads uh, North Platte 6 to nothing, and Grand Island still with a 7 nothing lead in the second quarter. Scores brought to you by Ashley Furniture Home Store. Third and about six from the 33. Holtmeyer, the quarterback now, in the pistol. Holbrook will uh, go out wide to the right, and they'll fake the handoff. Has a lead blocker out there. There's Holtmeyer. Doesn't make the block, though. Holtmeyer's going to throw it that left side. It's going to be a little bit high intended for Holbrook, and it's going to fall incomplete. And then now it's going to be fourth and six from the 33. Yeah, and then um, Lake, you did a good job of getting in there, Randy. They wanted to come out here to this left side. I think uh, John Bach was one of the receivers out here he was trying to go with. He doing a little bit of a hitch-and-go route. And uh, it wasn't there, so he rolled back out to the right side and tried to hit Cooper Holbrook down there on the sideline. So Bushcutter will try to pin him deep. He will await the snap at about the 47-yard line. They do have uh, one guy back deep. I believe that's Lemberg. Yes, it is. And we'll see if Grant can coffin, uh, uh, put this in the corner here. He'll try the coffin corner. It's a relatively short kick, but there's a lot of guys there. Limber catches it in traffic and will be brought down immediately at the 10-yard line. That was a dangerous yeah. catch as he did not fair catch it. Yeah, and then it was one of those. Uh, Grant was just trying to get it down inside about the 10-5 yard line. So, you know, when he caught that, there was a lot of traffic right in that area. Even to catch the football, there was a lot of people right there. And some of them were blue yeah. uh, jerseys trying to screen off the guys in the yellow hats and Again, that you just ask him for trouble, but yep. Lakeview, I don't know, you want to say dodges a bullet, but they get away with it. We can say that. It'll be first and 10 for them at the 13-yard line. And they'll move uh, across the formation. Out of that pistol is going to be Dylan Johnson, and they'll put a running back just to his right, and that's going to be uh, Shanks, and the quarterback's going to keep it. And actually, they got on the back side yep. kind of a little counter there with Lemberg. My apologies. And uh, they... Quarterback uh, faked he had it, 
handed off on his back hit, and that's going to be a nice gain of about five here for Lindbergh. Yep, coming to the right side, kind of trying to get out here to this outside. Lindbergh does a good job kind of tucking it up and going with it and picking up pretty good yardage for uh, Lakeview. So it'll be second and about five here from about the 18-yard line. Shotgun for Johnson. He'll bring it to the uh, running back, and Carney Catholic's going to stand him up, and there's not going to be any room at all there for Trent Roth. Bach was in on the tackle. Brady Holtmeyer. Brady Holtmeyer came in very quickly from that corner position, and uh, no gain on that play at all. Maybe, well, we'll, we'll just call that no gain. Yep. And Brady and uh, John did a great job. Brady fighting off that block and uh, you know getting a piece on there, and then John Bach coming in there also and getting him out of bounds for no gain for yep. Lakeview. And they're going to say the clock is stopped here. And the coaching staff for Lakeview trying to get their attention. As Kirk Franson thinks he sees something, they're going to split out trips to the left, which is the wide side of the field here on third and four from the 19-yard line. Johnson will roll out that way, will stop, cut back in the middle, get stood up. I don't think he got enough for the first down. I think he's going to be a good yard and a half short here as he gains about two on that quarterback keeper, and it's going to be fourth down and a good yard. Yeah, and they just had trips to that left side, like you said, Randy, and then they you know, went out there to the left side. He rolled out to the left side, tucked it up, and uh, came up about a yard short. And at the 19-yard line, again, they're, they're doing their little thing here where it looks like Dylan Johnson might play quarterback, and then he drops back to play punter here at about the 10-yard line, gets the snap, has a high kick, and it's going to be caught at the 49-yard line by James, who stops at the 45, makes one man miss, bounces. He's back to the 45 again, and then he's going to be wrapped up there. And that's where they'll mark him down at about the 47-yard line. Interesting for a moment as yeah. he broke free, but then help came here for Columbus Lakeview. So nice coverage there for Lakeview. But Carney Catholic again has the ball in Viking territory. We're tied at seven. Two and a half minutes to go here before halftime. Carney Catholic has their full complement of three timeouts here in the uh, second quarter. Holtmeyer again at quarterback here. One back. Behind him, actually, it's Masker. My apologies. They throw it out to that right side. It's going to be caught. Skipping through a little bit of traffic over there is going to be Brett Kaiser. And Kaiser just kind of weaves his yep. way around and gains about 10 on the play. Holy cow. Yep, just nice. You know, he throws it right out there. Brett did a good job of weaving in and out of traffic and, and picks up about 9, 10 yards. It's going to be just a hair short, so it's going to be second and about a half a yard here, Randy. Well, we're going to call that uh, 10. That's the first of all Kaiser's caught all year that hasn't gone for a 41-yard touchdown. Pass uh, right to that right side. Going to be complete, my masker. And it'll be enough for the first down. It'll stop the clock now with 2.14 to go as it'll be first and 10 at about the 32-yard line. And it's Mestel with another catch. Yep, just a quick little turn in. You know, curl ins, Randy, that they're running. And um, uh, Masker did a good job of getting it right when he turned and uh, throw it right into Mestel for first down. A gain of about eight on the play. Ball spotted at about the 32 now. And again, it's Masker at quarterback. Both quarterbacks about the same height, so I sometimes confuse them. On the uh, jet sweep here is going to come uh, Kaiser. They're going to throw a flag. Kaiser dives back to the inside. Where the flag was thrown, you usually get a hold, and it'd be on that uh, perimeter. So we'll see what the call is. Unless there was a hand on a face mask, I didn't see. No, it's a hold, and that'll go against Carney Catholic. Yep, like you said, Randy, you know, we get out here on this sideline. Sometimes, you know, those guys... You know, Kaiser's kind of sweeping around out of that situation, and a guy just makes one little step, 
and you're trying to get a, you know, a good block for him to spring him and stuff, and you get your hands out there. Well, you, you talk about open field tackles. So that's open field blocking out there when yep. you kind of get out to that perimeter, which was the point of attack there. And sometimes you just uh, take an angle off by about a half yard, and you end up uh, committing the hold. Yep. That'll be a 10-yard penalty. And so it'll back the Stars up. They will now have the ball at the 40-yard line, and they need to get it to about the uh, 22. So this will be first and 18 for Carney Catholic. Low snap, but Masker handles it, handles it with no problem. Has time to throw. He's going to throw the ball deep. He's got a man, and it's a little bit too high as uh, help came a little bit late as he was looking for Mestel, and it ended up being too high for Mestel and incomplete. Yep, because at first he was looking, I think, for uh, John Bach coming across there, and then uh, the wheel route underneath on uh, outside there, Randy, with Kaiser, and then Mestel came across that middle, and uh, he had a guy right there, and like you said, Lakeview did a pretty good job of coming up there and getting there as the ball got right there to Mestel. So be second and 18, and as they always tell a safety, you're deeper than the deepest, and that safety was yep. and came up with a little bit of help, and Mestel readjusted his route just a little bit, and the ball ended up being a little bit high. Hoosman comes across the formation as Masker takes the snap. He's going to roll to his right. Pressure comes, throws it in underneath, caught by James at the 30, makes a man miss at the 25 at the 20, sticks his head down to about the 18-yard line, and that'll be enough for the first down here for Carney Catholic. That'll just, be a gain of 31 or 21 on the play. Yep, just fake that handoff to Bryce, and then Bryce comes through there and, and runs a little bit of an out route out of that situation, and, and Masker did a good job of finding him out here in the flats. So it'll be first and 10 at the 17-yard line as they make it into the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. Low snap, Masker throws it out to the right side in the wing. Caught out there by Kaiser. Kaiser with a little stiff arm, but then he's going to be forced out of bounds. That'll stop the clock as Brett Kaiser has a nice gain of about eight on the play. Yep, just you know, a little bit of a wheel route. They send two guys coming into the inside, and he goes out, peels out to the right side, and he hits Brett Kaiser for a gain of about eight yards on the play. Kaiser, two catches for 18 yards so far here in the game. Minute and a half to go. Clock is stopped here. Second and two from about the nine. Masker is going to hand the ball off to James. James lunges forward, has it down to about the five, and it appears that'll be enough for the first down. And Carney Catholic's going to call a timeout. Well, maybe he didn't get enough for the first down. In any event, this timeout is brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. Minute 25 to go. It is going to be third and one. And I got some lines messed up here because I thought yeah. if you got uh, where that ball was, it'd be enough for the first down. In any event, we're going to take a timeout. 7-7, minute 25 to go here. It's going to be third and less than one here for Carney Catholic at the nine-yard line. We come back after this. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Carney Catholic, last time they got in the, uh, into the red zone, when they actually got into the red zone, they have uh, scored a touchdown. Uh, they did kind of go for it just outside the red zone a couple of times from about the 27-28 yard line, uh, and now they're hoping to cash in and get some. They want the big points here. They want the seven points here as they got it third 
and about one at the eight-yard line. Kaiser split out wide to the right. Masker is your quarterback. There's trips to the left. Ball is pretty much in the middle of the field, a little bit closer to the right hash. James is in the backfield just to the right here of Masker. So we'll see what they decide to do, and we've got a stoppage here in Lakeview. Wants to call the timeout. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll take that timeout, but we'll stay right here as we're trying to figure out what the Stars are going to do while they're in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone. Where you're in the zone, stop shopping for a new or used vehicle, head to the top of the hill, 2nd Avenue at 42nd Street. Kearney's hometown Ford store is Platte Valley Auto of Kearney. And uh, again, uh, just kind of moving some chess pieces here. Both teams have some timeouts left. Lakeview, even after calling that one, still has one timeout left. Carney Catholic has two. Yeah, I think that you know Lakeview came, came out here and they just kind of wanted to see what Carney Catholic was going to line up in here, Randy. And you could see the you see him look over here at the coach, and the coach was yelling, you know, timeout, timeout, because he might have seen something that they're going to run here. Or didn't like the formation, yep. and uh, maybe hopes that Carney Catholic will come with something else. But we're, he's coaching them up right now. Let's get you updated on a few scores here. Carney right now with a six nothing lead over North Platte there in the second quarter. Um, still no update here. His seventh ranked Grand Island has a seven nothing lead over Burke as uh, that game is uh, also in the uh, first half. They're in the uh, first quarter at last report. Uh, elsewhere, other scores for you in uh, Class B. It's uh, Grand Island Northwest with a 40-point lead at halftime, 55-15. to 15. On our uh, sister station on uh, Classic Hits, 98.9 FM, uh, you've got Kennesaw with a 40-0 lead over Overton. That game in the first quarter. Shotgun formation here for Masker. Third and one. Quick pitch out for James. James has the corner. James trying to tuck into the end zone near the pylon. Lunges in. Did he get in? He's got enough for the first down. Did he get enough for the touchdown? They're going to mark him just short. Yep. His shoulders got in, but the football did not. Yep, just a nice little quick kind of pitch out to, to uh, Bryce James out here to the outside, and he got the corner on that one, Randy. And like you said, uh, got in there, uh, but his, 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 the football wasn't in the end zone, but Bryce was in the end zone. Uh, shoulder and head certainly was. Quick handoff to James. James hit in the backfield is actually going to lose a couple of yards on first down. Yeah, they... They locked up on the receivers on the outside and then blitzed like crazy that time Randy did uh, Lakeview. And Carney Catholic will call a timeout. With this, they'll have one timeout left, 58.5 to go here before halftime, tied at seven. It'll be second and goal for the Stars at the four-yard line. We'll be come back right after this. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. The Stars call the timeout. They uh, still have one timeout left here. And, and with 58 seconds to go, that's actually plenty of time to uh, run off what the Stars want to get done, which is get in the end zone. Yep, definitely. And they'd have uh, two regular plays. Probably one of them will be a pass and uh, maybe both of them. And then, I don't know, maybe you go for it. Maybe you kick the field goal. I'm not sure. Pacheco split out wide to the left here as Masker has James to his left side out of that pistol formation. 
Trips to the right, which is the short side of the field. And we got movement up front and across the line of scrimmage, it appeared to me was Lakeview. And we'll see whether or not this is a five-yard penalty on the Stars. Wouldn't be much of a penalty for them. It'd make it second and goal from the two, and it is encroachment on Lakeview. So the hard count by Masker did get him a, uh, across the line of scrimmage because I think they're coming with the corner blitz. Yeah, they were, Randy, coming with that. They had two guys out to the outside, the Carney Catholic, and the one guy was coming off his guy pretty fast there, like you said, for a corner blitz. And I'll that. tell you what, if your sophomore quarterback sees that the corner blitz is coming, so he goes hard count, that's pretty headsy. Yep, yep, exactly. So second and goal from about the two-yard line. And we'll see if they still come with that blitz here. Nope, they don't. Masker has time to throw, throws it to the right side, caught, touchdown! A five-points bank touchdown pulled in by Tyler Mestel. Yep, just a nice quick little out on there. He sent John uh, Bach on this left side, Randy, to the corner of the end zone, and then uh, Mestel ran underneath there. Nice pass just right when he was cutting. Matzker threw the ball. Nice catch by Tyler Mestel. Takes it in for the end zone. So 55.2 to go before halftime. Lakeview will have one timeout left, and Grant Bushcutter will try to add the extra point as it's now 13-7. to Bach's the holder. Mestel is the snapper. Nestle snap right on the money. Good hold by Bach. A high kick, and it is right down the middle. And it's now 14 to 7. Carney Catholic with the lead with 55.2 to go here at Columbus Lakeview in the second quarter. We'll be back with a kickoff right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Well, twice tonight, Matt Masters connected with Tyler Mestel. One was a 13-yard touchdown. The second one was a two-yard touchdown. And the Stars right now with a, I wish it was what it says on the scoreboard, but it is uh, 14 now. They fix yeah. it 14-7. to Carney Catholic with the lead. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Yeah, just a nice drive by Carney Catholic. You know, dinking and dunking a lot of things. Uh, you know, then doing a little bit of uh, getting the ball out to Bryce James on some pitches and stuff, and that's exactly what they want to do. They want to get those receivers the ball out in, out in the open, see what they can do, see if they can make a guy miss, and then they want to get Bryce James out in the open to see if he can make a guy miss. I'm knocking on wood here, but the defenses look pretty well. Yes. Carney Catholic has uh, struggled defensively the first two games. They've looked pretty good here, and one of the reasons why they got this touchdown is because they were able to kind of keep yeah. Lakeview down there yep. and was able to kind of go for it and keep pressure on and then eventually uh, get the touchdown. They lead it now 14-7. to Bushcutter kicks off now from the 40-yard line. He puts the foot into it. A little bit of a line drive. It's going to scoot. It's going to bounce, and it's going to go in the end zone for a touchback. And I'll tell you what, good thing somebody didn't step in front of that. It would have bounced a long oh. way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it didn't get more than about six feet off the ground, but it, uh, it had plenty of oomph behind it. Yep, gets into the end zone, so they're going to start. You know, Lakeview will start here at the 20-yard line. And like you said, Randy, the defense for Carney Catholic has really stepped up in this game. They've done a good job, that one drive that Lakeview had. But, uh, you know, they've really stepped up in this game. Lakeview still has a timeout left here, and we'll see if they try to connect with Foles, who has been their leading receiver so far here in the game. They will throw the ball to that left side, and it's going to be incomplete as they were trying to connect in the wing over there to Shanks on a quick little... Uh, flanker screen and it falls incomplete yeah and Brady Holtmeyer was right there if he would have caught it 
uh, Brady was right there to make that tackler. And, uh, you know, like they just wanted to get it out there like we do with Bryce James, try to get it out there in the open. Maybe somebody will, you know, make a miss. Dozier split out wide to that left side. In the pistol here is going to be Johnson. And he'll throw it quick, and uh, it is incomplete. Yeah, it looked to me like it skipped, and it is going to be incomplete as they are trying to connect with Dozier. Yep, just try to quit, you know, a quick little uh, in route with Dozier and uh, a little bit low, and the ball skipped on him on that play. So two incompletions in a row here. Stops the clock with 49.5 to go, and they've got the ball now third and 10 from the uh, their own 20-yard line. Uh, if I'm them, I run it and make Carney Catholic call a timeout. A little bit of movement up front, but Carney Catholic did not cross the line of scrimmage, so everything's still good here. Hard count by Johnson. Takes the snap, throws it in underneath. It's going to be caught and uh, down at about the third. I'm going to mark him all the way out to nearly the 30-yard line. Going to be about a half yard short. And I didn't think he got uh, quite that far when he fell. He fell and then rolled forward. But in any event, we'll give him credit for a nine-yard catch. And it's going to be third and one. Uh, and I do not know why the clock has stopped. Stopped. I don't, yeah, same here, Randy. I don't know why yeah. they stopped the clock to move the ball nine yards. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, now they're and, and they're they're, they're looking to run a little clock here. They yep. might even call timeout. In fact, they're going to call timeout now with 32 seconds to go. What is the deal? Yeah, I don't. This is and, and again the, the the folks to our right up here in the press box haven't done anything wrong. No, because I I, I think they signaled to stop the clock. Yeah, I, I do. And then too. they wound it later. And maybe they're bringing out the chains to measure it. The ball was at the 20. If the ball ain't at the 30, bringing those chains out isn't going to prove anything. No. No. So we've got to see what's going on here. The, do they give it? The, yeah, he was short of the first down. Yeah. He was short of the first down. He was short by about a full yard, and they gave him an extra half yard. But it's at least a half yard short. Yeah. And, and everything reflects that. Yep. And, again, with the kickoff going in the into the end zone, I mean, it's it's easy to tell where the first down marker is. <laughs> exactly. They're going to go in punt formation here. And regular punt formation is uh, is going to be Jansen. And Carney Catholic's going to have James back at his own 35-yard line. And then they wind the clock and get it going again. And a high snap, and it's down on the ground. Pressure coming. He's going to get it off. And they're going to throw a flag, and I can't believe it. He was scrambling with the football, and that takes off the protection that punters have. Yeah. Once that ball hits the ground and he starts to run with it, even if you get the punt off, he loses that protection. And they're going to call a roughing the punter penalty on Kearney Catholic. Yeah. And there was contact, no question about that, but... I thought his protection was off once he started running with it, and he ran one step and then kind of punted it rugby style. Yeah, because the ball went over his head, and then he tipped it, got, went back there, grabbed it, picked it up, took off running kind of with it, and Randy, and then punted it away. And uh, one so of the they'll go, Catholic kids got him. They'll but, have it at the 45-yard yeah. line now with 14.8 to go. So, <laughs> so they'll have, like you said, you know, at the 45-yard line here with uh, – 14.8 left to go in the in the second half, or the first half, I mean, sorry, about that second quarter for Lakeview. So they have a timeout left, so they can throw the ball wherever they want to and maybe get within Jansen's field goal range. Johnson looking to throw. Little pump fake, throws it over the middle, going to be caught and pulled down at about the 18-yard line. 
Did a little hitch and go there. You know, he'd been hitting Jansen right down in the middle, Randy, and he kind of you know, did a little bit of a, go, a hitch and go, he, about 10 yards, and then he took off with it, and he threw a good pass to him, and, you know, he, he caught the ball and then ran for about another 20 yards after he caught the football. 5.5 seconds to go here and a timeout for Lakeview. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. And so far, the best play of the first half, tongue-in-cheek, coming from Lakeview, is a snap over the punter's head because it set up a situation where they got a roughing the punter uh, penalty out of it, kept this drive alive, and then the nice little uh, pitch and catch that uh, covered 47 yards, and now they're in position to get some points on the board, and it does appear that they're going to go for the field goal here by Tate Jansen. Yeah, and they, like you said, Randy, you know, they got that roughing the punter call, and then they got an option off of this uh, to uh, throw a good pass, and it's a hitch and go, about 10 yards. It looked like they you're going to throw it to that guy. He took off again. He hit him on a perfect pass, caught it about 20 yards downfield, and then ran another 20, 27 yards uh, to get him down here to attempt this field goal. So the ball is in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. We're here in the zone shopping for a new used vehicle to head to the top of the hill at 42nd Street on 2nd Avenue, Kearney's hometown Ford store. This will be a... Uh, 35-yard field goal for Jansen. He puts his foot into it. It's a low kick, but it keeps rising, and it is good. 0.7 to go here, and a 35-yard field goal by Jansen has made this a four-point ball game at 14-10. to 10. Yeah, like you said, Randy, just kind of a low liner, but he kept on going just enough to get over the, over the crossbar there uh, for a 35-yard field goal for Columbus Lakeview to put this at 14-10. to 10 with, like you said, 0.7 to go here in the first or first half. Uh, but you know, like you said, Randy, you know, it was aided by that uh, roughing the kicker um, that got called by Car uh, on Carney Catholic to extend this drive. And in that connection with uh, the tight end going down the middle again uh, on that hitch and go route, uh, put them down there in a position to, you know, attempt that field goal and make the, make the three points for Columbus Lake. Yeah, that's one of those things I got to kind of follow up on because, yeah. again, it, it went over and he started being a runner with it. He only took about one step. And uh, I, I just really kind of thought that uh, with that, I mean, you don't have carte blanche, but they did run into the kicker. kicker yep. Um, and so, I, yeah. I don't know because he barely got it off, but Carney Catholic did not deflect it. So maybe, maybe my understanding of the college game and the high school game might be different. In any event, uh, after hitting that nice field goal, Jansen now is going to kick off, and I doubt you see this in the air very much. No, I don't think so either, Randy. Carney Cavalry just really kind of needs to cover it here. It is going to be kind of a little pooch, and it's going to be picked up by James right up the middle. James gets a little seam on that right side. If he can get the corner, he might be in business. There's some uh, blue hat hats over there. He's pulled down at about the 49-yard line. And give Lakeview credit. They understood the situation. Yep. They had some guys that really were playing safety on yep. that, making sure that uh, they, he wasn't going to be able to get past him. So not a bad return, but, again, Lakeview wasn't worried about that return. So we head to the locker rooms, and thanks to that 35-yard field goal by Tate Jansen, we got us a four-point ball game, 14-10. to 10. Carney Catholic heads in the locker room with the lead, but a very tenuous lead at best. Yep, you know, and, and both teams have moved the football a little bit, Randy, but, uh, you know, we kind of mentioned it. Uh, the defense for Carney Catholic was playing pretty good football. They just got unlucky on a uh, situation on the, the punt there to get, you know, Lakeview a little bit of a, 
of, of you know, momentum coming going into halftime here. And in that kickoff, like you said, Randy, at the end there, uh, Bright, they were not going to let Bryce James, you know, get him uh, deep on that. They got uh, sent about four guys down there, four or five guys down there in a hurry, and then kept about four or five back uh, to make sure that they kind of had a secondary group of people uh, there to uh, corral James. But uh, Carney Catholic, you know, did a good job of doing a lot of good things offensively too. Randy Dinkin and Duncan, a lot of things, uh, setting up, you know, some run plays, setting up some pass plays, but they did a lot of little, little curl ins and, you know, taking what, uh, you know, Columbus Lakeview was giving them uh, with some little short passes and trying to make the, you know, them come up on them. And then they were hitting them with uh, some give or hitches and goes uh, since they ran those uh, plays, you know, three, four times in a row. Then they tried to, you know, pump fake and then hit a guy on, on a deep route, uh, connected a couple of times, but not, uh, you know, as, as successful as they wanted. I know they drew that up about three or four times in the uh, in the team meetings as I was watching uh, the team meetings there, and they drew that play up three or four times because uh, some uh, on the, uh, I think it was uh, last week against um, at Boone Central, they, they did that a couple of times, and they sucked up really hard, and then they were able to hit those deep routes on them. So 14 to 10, Carney Catholic has the lead here at Lakeview. We're going to Step away here, and when we come back, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, which will be a little extended because Lakeview is kind of doing something neat here. For the very first time, they've kind of opened up a Hall of Fame here at Lakeview, and they're going to have their very first Hall of Fame induction taking place here at halftime. So a little extra time is on the clock. The Both teams kind of knew that. The officials knew that going in. So we'll have a little bit of an extended halftime brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation. We'll check some scores. We'll get the statistics for you. We'll come back with our halftime right after this timeout. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Lakeview High School Athletic Hall of Fame induction going on right now as they're inducting uh, six athletes 
and uh, a couple of coaches and a couple of contributors to the Lakeview program over the years. So I got to do the math here in my head here. It would appear to me that they have uh, 10 Hall of Fame inductees. Their families are out there, a pretty large group out there uh, on the track here at Lakeview uh, High School. The first time I've ever been out here to Lakeview, a beautiful sports facility, beautiful blue track, uh, the very, very nice football field, lush green lawns, the lights are nice, sun is uh, set now out in the west, uh, beautiful sunset over the top of the hill there, and I, the direction I came to come here, I actually got a view of lake. We're not too far away from Lake North, not North Lake, but Lake North, uh, not too far here from uh, Columbus Lakeview High School. And like you said, Randy, just a beautiful complex that they have here, you know, the football field's in great shape. Uh, you know, the, the conditions uh, for the game are just absolutely remarkable. This is exactly what you, what you want to play football in. You know, 60-degree weather, no wind, uh, you know, and nobody's really doing a lot of cramping out there on the football field. And uh, this is a great time for Lakeview to have this induction uh, for a lot of people to be able to come out here. It's a nice, nice night, and, uh, you know, it's a nice facility, and uh, everybody's out here. Uh, like you said, the very first time for it. Yeah, kind of a neat event. Let's get you updated on uh, the scores that we have for you, and we'll remind you on our sister station on Class Gets 98.9. Later tonight, we'll have the CPI Mr. Tire Friday Night Scoreboard Show, but let's get you updated. We'll start in Class A, as they are now at halftime at UNK, and Carney right now has a lead over the North Platte Bulldogs by a score of 20 to nothing. That game is at intermission. Grand Island at home, they're number seven in the state. They lead Omaha Burke 21 to seven. That game just short of halftime. They're in the second quarter. Elsewhere in Class B, Lexington with a 14-0 lead over Gehring at half on our sister station on KICS. It's uh, Adam Central giving number 8 Aurora everything they want for. They, this is being played just outside of Hastings. And 8th-ranked Huskies of Aurora have a 14-12 lead over Adam Central. Elsewhere, Hastings on the road at Sydney, Sydney number nine in the state, and right now the Tigers lead Sydney by a score of seven to six. That game is in the first quarter. Elsewhere, York, no problem with Schuyler, 55-0 as they got the clock moving there. Grand Island Northwest over Alliance. That's also a final 55-19 in that one. In Class C1, here Carney Catholic has a lead over Columbus Lakeview, 14-10. And uh, Broken Bow has a lead in Minden over the Whippets, 21-0. That game is in the second. In the third quarter, second-ranked Columbus SCOTUS, 21, Central City, 7. They're in the third. In Gothenburg, the Swedes are leading Grand Island Central Catholic 13-6. to six. That game is at halftime. Also at halftime, Chase County leads at Kozad 7-0. That game is, uh, as I mentioned, at halftime. Uh, Ward with a 21-0 lead in St. Paul in the second quarter. Eighth-ranked Holdridge and number 9 Ogallala in a pretty good matchup. And the Indians, who beat Carney Catholic last week, have a 7-0 lead over the Dusters. That game is in the second quarter. No report yet from Albion, where Boone Central Newman Grove is playing host North Bend Central. In Class C2, uh, Wood River and Superior are tied at 7 in the third quarter. That game being played out in Superior. Top-ranked St. Cecilia with a 35-7 lead at Fillmore Central. That game is at halftime on our sister station, KHAS. North Platte St. Pat's with a 29-0 lead over Southern Valley. All the rest of these games in Class C2 are at halftime. Thayer Central uh, trailing right now Sandy Creek, 8-0. Eighth-ranked Donovan Trumbull with an 8-0 lead in Hershey. Sixth-ranked Gibbon with a 51-0 lead over Cambridge at halftime. So I have a running clock in Cambridge. And that doesn't happen to the home team there very often at all over the years. Arcadia Loop City with a 21-8 lead over Shelby, as we mentioned at halftime. 
Fourth-ranked Sutton with a 20-6 lead over Tri-County. And Ainsworth with the lead at home against Ravenna, 20 to nothing. as I said, all those in uh, halftime. Also at halftime in Class uh, D1, Blue Hill is trailing at High Plains. The 10th-ranked Bobcats trailing at 21-14. Right now, 7th-ranked Amherst, 61. Axdell, 14. That game's in the second quarter. Bruning Davenport Shickley is leading 3rd-ranked uh, Giltner by a score of 34-6. That game is at halftime. Ansley Litchfield has a lead in Shelton, 49-6 at intermission. Lincoln Christian at home over Heartland by a score of 26-14. That game is at halftime. In Class D2 on our sister station on Classic Hits, 98.9 FM, Kennesaw laying the wood to Overton right now, 61 to nothing. They're in the third quarter, and that one will be wrapping up very shortly on our sister station, KKPR. Elsewhere, Heartland Lutheran leads Red Cloud, 32 to nothing in the first quarter at halftime. Fourth-ranked Exeter Milligan over Sterling, 20 to eight at intermission. Uh, Medicine Valley got that forefoot over Elwood. Unfortunately, Elwood not being able to play, so that's a final. Second-ranked uh, Anselmo Myrna with a 52 to 42 win over Bertrand. Uh, that game was played earlier this afternoon. So Anselmo Myrna. 52-42 over Bertrand in six-man action. It was uh, Maywood Hay Center. It's a final, 48 to nothing over Santee. That game was played earlier this afternoon. No report right now between fifth-ranked uh, Wilcox Hildreth and Walt Hill in six-man action. And here on Platte River Radio, of course, we'll get you all of those scores. And Ashley Furniture Home Store will deliver your dream furniture right to your door. Contact Ashley Furniture Home Store. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, where right now Carney Catholic has a lead over Columbus Lakeview by a score of 14 to 10. We'll take a look at the scoring and the statistics when we come back here to Lakeview right after this. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to past events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news, covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. 
And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. We're at halftime here at Columbus Lakeview High School during their Hall of Fame inductions. Nice ceremony going on here on September 11, 2015. And right now, Carney Catholic does have the lead, 14-10, to 10, uh, late roughing the uh, punter penalty that extended the drive and then a long 47-yard strike set up uh, a nice field goal by Tate Jansen, who hit it from 35 yards away. And we've got a 14-10 to 10 game. Carney Catholic will get the ball. Uh, first to start the second half. Uh, let's get you updated on the scoring that happened in this game. It's been every other uh, team. Carney Catholic got it on the board first. Matt Masker hit Tyler Mesto from 13 yards out with the touchdown. That made it 7 to nothing. And then Trent Roth with a 25-yard run a couple of series later. And with 9-10 to go in the uh, second quarter, it was 7-7. to And then right before halftime, Carney Catholic, who had the ball down there a couple of times, uh, went for it, didn't quite get it, had they were able to kind of keep the pressure on, and eventually Masker was able to hit Mestel, this time from two yards out. Extra point by Bushcutter, again, good. That made it 14-7. And then, as we mentioned, uh, Lakeview was in a position where they, they punted the ball, and uh, Carney Catholic ran into the punter after the ball was snapped over his head, and he, he was able to pick it up, collect it, and ran with it a little bit. They ran into him. They called roughing the penalty, uh, roughing the punter on it. Uh, 15-yard penalty, got the ball out to the uh, 45-yard line. Then they threw a nice pass that covered about 47 yards, uh, set it up inside the red zone, and uh, then Tate Jansen, with uh, only five seconds left to go before halftime, hit a 35-yard field goal that actually went through with .7 to go. Uh, and uh, so we're at 14-10 to 10 here at halftime, and that is the scoring that we've had for you here in Lakeview. Uh, statistically, looking at things, Dylan Johnson uh, in the air has been 7 of 17, throwing the football for 117 yards. His favorite target, no question about it, has been Austin Foltz. Foltz has caught five of those seven catches for 102 yards, so only 15 yards being spread out. Trey Shanks had three yards, and Trent Roth had 12 uh, so far here in the ballgame. So right now I'm sure the Stars are talking a little bit about how to cover number 88 because Austin Foltz has been the passing uh, attack here so far for the Vikings in the first half. Stars have done an okay job of slowing down the uh, Lakeview rushing attack. Dylan Johnson's carried the ball five times for five yards. Chase Lemberg has four carries for 34 yards. Trey Shanks, seven carries for one yards. And Trent Roth, who really hadn't carried the ball a whole lot this season, had a couple of nice 20-plus yard runs early on in the game. And so he's carried the ball four times for 46 yards. So Lakeview has carried the ball 20 times for 86 yards, and uh, they also have 117 yards in the air. So they are uh, just a skosh over 200 yards, 203 yards of total offense so far here in the first half. For Kearney Catholic, Bryce James has carried the ball seven times for 37 yards. Maskers carried the ball one time for actually a two-yard loss. Brady Holtmeyer with five carries for eight yards. And Cooper Holbrook, one carry for three yards. So the Stars have carried it 14 times for 46 yards on the ground. Uh, The Stars have relied quite a bit on the passing game. Brady Holtmeyer is 0 for 1 throwing the football. Uh, He was in one possession as the start as the quarterback. And Matt Masker started the game at quarterback and uh, has quarterback most 
most of the way many times with Brady Holtmeyer as he's running back. Nasker so far 12 of 18 in the air for a couple of touchdowns. He's 12 of 18 for 117 yards. Bryce James has three catches for 22 yards. Tyler Mestel has caught both touchdown passes. Mestel has caught six balls for 64 yards and a couple of scores. Brett Kaiser with two catches for 18 yards. And again, uh, Carney Catholic in the air, 117 yards here in the first half, complete with 46 yards on the ground. So doing the math, that would be uh, 53, 63 yards. So they've got 163 yards of total offense, about 40 less than what Lakeview has. And the difference was after the roughing the punter penalty, that 40-plus yard pass. Otherwise, uh, statistically, this would be pretty much a, a tie ball game. And the Stars do lead here at intermission by a score of 14 to 10. Yep, and, and, and both teams have done some good things, Randy, out there. And we kind of mentioned it before, you know, that the defense for Carney Catholic has done a, a lot better job, you know, than they did in the past two games. And, uh, you know, it was one of those, you know, unfortunate things for Carney Catholic there, you know, with 15 seconds to go, uh, you know, they go get the punt, um, but uh, you get called for running into or roughing the kicker and stuff, and then that extended the drive. And then they get one more big play, did Lakeview, uh, to get it down there to you know get, attempt that field goal and make the field goal, um, and Lakeview's probably feeling pretty good about themselves. Yeah. You know, going into halftime, only down fourteen to ten. Uh, you know, where it could have been fourteen to seven at that. But uh, it's just a little bit unfortunate for Carney Catholic. And, and I'll be honest with you, I'm a little fuzzy on what the rule is. Yeah. I mean. It, I thought if you do a little bit of running with that, which I thought after picking it up on the bounce and then taking a couple of steps forward, that that's what it entailed at that point, that you then could run into the kicker. And again, he didn't waste him, but no. he ran into him yep. as he barely got it off. So uh, an opportunity there for Carney Catholic had they been able to get there just a yep. second sooner blocking the punt. Uh, but again, that didn't happen. Uh, so Lakeview maybe got a little bit of a break, got three points out of it instead of maybe Carney Catholic having the opportunity to tack on another touchdown. In any event, Stars still have a lead, 14 yep. to 10. And uh, if don't give up that long strike, then we're not really having this conversation right now. Exactly right. You know, so again, let's not, let's not pin this on what may be a bad rule or a bad call. Yeah, exactly right, Randy. And, and, and Carney Catholic's played a pretty good football yeah. game here tonight. You know, they've done a lot of good things offensively dinking and dunking some things and then hitting some things deep. And then I get the little bit of running game going with Bryce James. And then they fake it and go with Brady Holtmeyer every once in a while with the running game. You know, so they've done a lot of good things offensively. That that first drive, it was, you know, 10, 15 play drive. They just moved the ball down the field very well. And the offensive line did a really good job of holding things out, you know, making some holes for Bryce James here and there and holding people out for Masker to be able to throw the football. And, you know, we, we've kind of talked about the only time Carney Catholic moves the ball is with the big play. The only time. Yeah. Well, they haven't had a big play. Nope. They, they have not had a play. Uh, that had a, a, a gain, and I'm double-checking here, more than I think oh, we had a, there was a 26-yarder. Yep. There was a 26-yarder and a 20-yarder pass play from, uh, from Masker, uh, one of them to Mestel um, for the touchdown. That's the longest play. And then Bryce James with a 21-yard kind of wheel route yep. uh, for a nice little gain there as well. But other than that, I mean, there hasn't been that huge play that Carney Catholic has had all season. Their touchdowns have come by, come by somewhat methodical drives. Exactly. You know, they scored on both of those drives where they got the 20, but yep. they had a lot of seven-yard plays, a lot of five-yard plays, some four-yard plays. We're able to kind of put that offense together all the way through. So their offense has been more consistent. Their defense has been more consistent. And we've said it going in, Lakeview is a good football team. Yeah. You can play well here and end up getting beat because Lakeview, they might be 0-2, but they played a tough schedule. They're a good football team. And right now the scoreboard reflects that. Stars are playing well, and they're up only by four, 14-10. 
Yep, and 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 then we've mentioned that too. Randy, you know, Lakeview's played pretty well too. You know, moving that on their on their drive, they that was about a 10-12 play drive where they answered right back after Carney Catholic went in for uh, seven you know, on their first our first score, and then Lakeview came right back down the field, did the exact same thing, dinking and dunking, running some reverses, dives, options, and doing some things that they look good on. Uh, you know, so this is this is a good football game watch as far as you know two good football teams playing right here well Wilbur Claytoni is just outside of the top 10 and yep. uh, Columbus Lakeview lost to them uh, 20 to 7 did not play well offensively last week against the defending state champion Boone Central Newman Grove at their place uh, they lost 59 to 34 the night they played their first home game since winning the state championship you know emotions were high yep. there in Albion that night and now they're playing the team that's number 10 in the state according to the Lincoln Journal star Carney Catholic and they are at halftime, stars with that 14-10 to 10 lead. And later on, <laughs> they get to play Bishop Newman, pretty good, yep. and then they get to play uh, Columbus Scotus, who's number two in the state right now. Uh, and Carney Catholic right now hoping to come out of here with a win, playing well enough to do it, uh, and they'll get the ball first to start the second half here. Yep, and, and we've mentioned it before too, Randy. Their offense has looked pretty good tonight, uh, you know, with the, with the two back sets or the one back set or you know, four wide outs, it doesn't matter. They've looked pretty good tonight moving the football, and they'll get the football to start the second half and see what they can do. Yeah, and hopefully they can get that uh, that drive going, maybe get those three points plus some back yeah. and uh, kind of open things up here a little bit. But, again, I think th- this is going to be a four-quarter game. and yeah. It's, it's going to come down to the wire unless, again, there was about a seven-minute stretch last week that Carney Catholic did not play very well against Ogallala, mm-hmm. and it cost them against the Indians. And uh, you can't afford to have that kind of breakdown uh, yeah. against, uh, against Ogallala last week or the Lakeview Vikings again this week. You're listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. We'll take one last break, and we'll be ready to start the second half. Here from Columbus Lakeview, Stars leading at 14-10, to 10, and Cardi Catholic will receive the second-half kickoff. We come back after this. Nebraska weather is so unpredictable. Don't be left out in the storm with hail dents or even door dings. When your car plays the star in the episode of Nebraska Severe Weather, see the professionals at Dent Popper and Carney to save you. Dent Popper can remove minor hail damage, door dings, and other minor dents without damaging the original paint. Joel, Scott, and the guys at Dent Popper know how important your vehicle is to you, and keeping it looking nice is what they do. Stop into Dent Popper today, just south of the library on First Avenue in Kearney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Hi, this is Micah Adams. Hey, this is Irish Brain. This is Doug Ferguson. This is Tom Layhill. We've moved in a huge amount of inventory, so you can come by the truck or car of your choice. Doug cares. Making friends. So if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, see me at Pavelli Auto, Carney. And that's what we do. Selling cars and making friends. Black Valley Auto. 
And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation, as always, says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Uh, we kind of thought about it. We didn't really talk about it because we didn't really think it would happen. That if you kind of jumped out on Lakeview, they might, you know, after losing their first two games, they went 2-7 and seven last year. They lost a lot of games uh, last year where they had the lead. Uh, so they're... they're Kind of a team that if you can jump on, they might slow down a little bit, but it's also a team that knows some success. Two years ago, this was a state semifinalist team. So yep. there's a lot of pride here, especially on their home floor. Yeah, exactly right, Randy. You know, and like you said, last year they lost a lot of games, you know, down the stretch there, you know, in the third and fourth quarters where they were leading at, at some time in most of those games. And, uh, you know, they just uh, had some heartbreak things go for them last week. Uh, or last year, and uh, this year, you know, they've had two tough games again, and they got Carney Catholic out here on the on the field right now. So they are they're going to start off here, you know, down and going into the into the second half here. We'll see how uh, Lakeview reacts right here. But uh, these, these guys uh, are very good football team. Both teams, like you said, Rain, I think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter right here. It feels like football. No yep. wind at all. Fifty four degrees here, and a beautiful sports complex field is in great shape. Tonight's field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Regis. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. With Craig Regis, your Pioneer Seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. And it will be Jansen who hit that 35-yard field goal with about a second to go in the uh, first half. And he'll tee it up at the 40-yard line. And the Stars are awaiting that kickoff at about the 35. It's both Bach and Mestel in uh, deep formation here for Jansen. So I think we're all set and ready to go. The white hat blows the whistle, and we're all ready for the second half here at Columbus Lakeview. And Jansen will put the foot into it. It's a short pooch kick. It's going to be picked up by one of the upbacks. That's going to be Cooper Holbrook. He's trying to get to the seam, takes it out to that right side, has a lead blocker, slips through a little seam, gets it across the 44. I think that's about as well. I don't think he got it to the 45. So that's not a bad starting nope. position at all here for Carney Catholic. And instead of just you know falling on it or tucking the ball, Cooper Holbrook, who I like to call Nails because he's just as tough as Nails, yeah. uh, got the uh, corner over there and got a nice little return as will be first and 10 for Carney Catholic from the 44. Yep, and starting in good field position for Carney Catholic right now. You know, like you said, starting with the ball about the 44-yard line, so a real good position, field position for Carney Catholic to start we'll, the second half. And we'll see if the Stars can uh, build a little bit of momentum here as they come out of the locker room. And uh, they check the wristbands, and it's Masker at quarterback. To that right side is going to be James, and so he's going to be on the wing over there. So no backs in the backfield. Trips to the left for Masker. Pressure comes, steps in, throws it. It's going to be complete right at the 50-yard line. And the uh, catch out there, gain of about nine on the play on that far side. Sometimes it's kind of hard to pick up the number, and that's certainly the case here. It's a single digit, but every receiver for Carnegie Catholic is a single digit. It's another catch there by Mestel. Yeah, Mestel just running a little quick, you know, curl in and about uh, seven, eight yards, and then. Good pass, good catch. And again, that'll be 72 yards of receptions here for Tyler Mestel on seven catches. And keeping the ball here is going to be James. James has across the 50, across the 40, across the 30, slips through a little seam and brings it down to about the 26-yard line. Great gain on the play of about 20, about 22 on the play. 
Yep, just uh, you know, giving the ball over here to Bryce, going to the left side of Carney Catholic. Made the first guy miss right about the line of scrimmage there, Randy. And then he kind of did a little bit of a juke and uh, getting another guy miss. I think it was uh, Pacheco out here did a pretty decent job of getting a seal block out here. And Bryce James picking up about 20, 27 yards. And they're the play. playing with tempo. Yeah. They, they blow the ball ready to play. And Carney Catholic is ready to play. Masker takes the snap, has time to throw, throws it in underneath, off the mark a little bit, and incomplete Mestel. Great effort there. The ball was thrown behind him. He was able to plant that left foot, stop, reach behind him and try to make the catch, and it just goes off of his fingertips. A great effort there by Mestel, but it falls incomplete. Yeah, both of them run kind of a, you know, a slant ends on that. Like you said, Mestel did a great job of just getting his hands on the football, reaching back there, and just about came up with the play. Well, Oregon's uh, type of pace here. Masker takes the snap, throws it off on that right side. Man misses, Ooh. and then a hit. Helmet comes off. It's going to be Lakeview that uh, loses the helmet as the catch was out there to Bach, and Bach... Hit so hard by the defender, the defender loses his helmet and Bach's okay. Yep. Just a you know, little wheel route out there. Bach getting the ball out to the outside there, and then he cut back inside. Made one guy miss, cut back into the inside, and then there was a guy right there for Lakeview. I so 45, I think Yeah, it was. and so Jordan Jansen's going to be tightening up that uh, chin strap a little bit tighter now. Masker going to keep it. Late pitch, and it's going to be falling on there. I thought he was down when he pitched it. They're going to say he got the pitch off, and they get back the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. That was a dangerous play as uh, James uh, loses maybe a half of a foot on the play, and it'll be third and 10 from the 21. Running a little option off to that right side there, Randy, and uh, you know, getting the you know, guy came flying right in there, and, and uh, Matzker tried to get that ball out to James. So James, we'll call that a loss of one. They're going to go for it on fourth and uh, about eight from the 22 instead of going for the 39-yard field goal. Masker has time, throws it on that right side, and it's going to be incomplete. Yep, tried to hit a timing route with uh, Mestel on that outside. Uh, he thought he was going to curl a little bit sooner about the nine or about the 10 or 12-yard line. Mestel took it just a little bit deeper, uh, just a little miscommunication from those two. So they march it down to about the uh, 22-yard line, go for it on fourth down, forego the field goal opportunity, and they're turned away with no points, and it's still 14-10 to 10 Lakeview. And uh, there's nobody on this wide receiver on the left side of the field, and James doesn't see it. I think the coaches for Carney Catholic maybe do because they call a timeout. They had a guy all by his lonesome. Yep, over here on this left side right by us, Randy. So Carney Catholic takes the timeout on this one uh, because somebody wasn't out there or something, but uh, the guy was wide open over on this line. They hadn't quite got the ball ready for play yet, and I'm sure the coaches who were right above us were screaming, get the timeout, and they do. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. 10-13 to go here. Third quarter, 14-10. Carney Catholic with the lead. Lakeview at the ball, with the ball at their own 22, and we come back. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. 
Welcome back here. Dylan Johnson running the option, and he's able to pitch it out here left side to Shanks. Shanks, nice little juke. What should have been maybe a three-yard loss ends up being a three-yard gain there as Carney Catholic missed a couple of tackles, but great pursuit there by, by the Stars defensively. Yeah, as he got it out here to this outside, Randy, they had a couple guys here. He had to cut it clear back in and cut across the field and pick up about three or four yards on the play. And in motion is going to be Trent Roth. They fake the handoff to him. Quarterback's going to keep it, and he'll stiff arm. And Bach is able to kind of pull him down at about the uh, 28-yard line. And so really should be no gain on the play. And they'll mark him at the 30. <laughs> gain two when he was tackled at the 28, which was the original line of scrimmage. Yep, just to fake that handoff coming out, tried to boot it out here to this outside Bach, and uh, I think it was uh, Brady Holtmar did a really good job out here. Yeah, stayed home. Uh, third and about four. Johnson will hand it off. Cutting back to the inside is Roth. Roth has a seam. Roth has only one man to beat, and that's Bushcutter, and he forces him out of bounds. And they're going to call Grant for a laid hit, and I will tell you, I'll bet you 100 bucks right now that that referee didn't blow a whistle. Yep. I played him blow a whistle when he went out of bounds. Yep. And it looked like, you know, Grant just tried to kind of hold him He was just him riding up. him out. <laughs> yep. He didn't know exactly where he was. Yep, exactly right, Randy. There, no alarm goes off when the ball goes out of bounds. They're waving yep. off the flag. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's good. And I'm not saying it because that young man play, lives at my house. No. No. Oh, wait. The, the, the oh, wait. official waved it off. Yeah, he did. The official waved it off. And then the white hat calls it. So... Yeah, because the official got... waved it off, and then the White Hat called it anyway, so they are going to call the 15-yard penalty. Oh, man. <laughs> he made contact a yard on there, and the ball is going pretty much down the field. Yep. Grant's riding him, and, yeah, he finishes the tackle because he didn't hear a whistle. Exactly right. And what then... do you tell every football player to play when they play defense? You yep. play till you hear the whistle. Yep, and I thought he did the right thing and waved the flag off, too. <laughs> Now they marked it off. Well, that's a horrible call by the officials. Shotgun formation here for Johnson. Johnson going to give it off here to, to Roth. The same basic play. And he goes out of bounds. And I'm not going to say it. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he stepped out of bounds before he landed out of bounds. So. Yeah. So No gain on the play there for Roth. Yeah, good job this time coming out to this outside here on the right side for Lakeview, left side for Carney Catholic. And Brady Holtmeyer and John Bach did a real good job of just basically riding the guy out of bounds uh, for no gain on the play, maybe even a loss on the play. So it's going to be now second and a short loss on the play, maybe about a half yard or so is all. 14 to 10, stars with the lead. Lakeview with the ball, second and uh, about 11 from the 25-yard line. Handoff right up the middle, and boy, there's just there's a whole pile of humanity and nothing happening there. Great line surge there by Carney Catholic. Blake was in on it. Uh, Mesta was in on it, and uh, one of the big ones down there is that Ryan Brungart. Ryan Brungart. Yep. Yeah, Ryan Brungart's the man that made the play there. Yep, kind of stuffed everything up in the middle, and then those linebackers were able because they had to kind of slide and double team Ryan, and then those linebackers came in there and finished everything off. So third and ten. From the uh, 25-yard line. Now check that, the 20-yard line. Shotgun formation for Johnson. And he'll fake that little handoff, throws it in oh, underneath. Nice. That's going to be deflected, knocked out about, that knocked down by Grant Bushcutter. Great read on the play by Grant stepping in there and making it incomplete. 
Yeah, nice job, Grant. Bushcutter coming in there. They, they've been that play a couple times. They faked that handoff up the middle, and they tried to hit that tight end going right down the seam, and Grant did a good job of reading that and coming in there and knocking that pass away. So it appears that Lakeview will be trying the field goal here as the ball is spot at the 20-yard line. This will be a 37-yard uh, kick for Tate Jansen. He hit one earlier from uh, 35, and it had more than enough to get there from this distance. Low snap, kick is down, much better looking kick this time. It is up high, and it is good. We got us a one-point ball game. Couple of field goals by Tate Jansen has made this a one-point ball game. 8.07 to go here in the third quarter. It's now 14 to 13. Stars with the lead, but Lakeview cuts it down to one. We're back after this. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Well, a 15-yard roughing penalty aided on that drive, and then a nice 37-yard field goal by Tate Jansen, and that one was a solid kick. That one probably could have made it from 47. And uh, we've got us a one-point ball game, 14-13, to Carney Catholic with the lead. And uh, Jansen, who's having a nice night kicking, will uh, kick it off here again. Yep, and, and, you know, both of his field goals that were made, you know, like I said, Randy, both of them were aided by a 15-yard penalty. Both of them were kind of looking at each other like, well... I don't know exactly what the rule was on the, you know, the punt thing, but uh, this one here, I thought the official was waving he it waved, off. He waved it off, and the yep. white hat called it anyway. Yep. So kicking it off here is going to be Jansen. Oh. And the ball fell off the tee, so we got kind of a redo here. And then, you know, Carney Catholic moved the football real well to start that second half, Randy. They just uh, didn't connect on that last one with Mestel and stuff down there about the 10-yard line. So Carney Catholic put something together right here uh, and, you know, get it down here to this end of this field again. Yeah, and again, a little momentum here for Lakeview. So here comes Jansen coming up with it. And again, a relatively short kick. And it's going to hit down at about the 20. Picking it up is going to be James. James finds a little seam, loses the football. There's a lot of blue there, and Lakeview comes up with it at the 31-yard line. And you can hear the crowd. Not only is Lakeview kind of picking up some momentum, they're picking up a lot of speed. Yep. And, you know, as Bryce tried to make something there, you know, the little short pooch kick again, and it bounced, and then Bryce picks it up, and, uh, you know, Ty's taking a little bit towards the middle of the field there. Good solid hit. Looked like a helmet right on the football, Randy. And the ball scored loose, and Lakeview comes up with it. Got hit right on that football, hit his chest, and bounced out. Ball yep. went forward, and that's a pretty good indication you got a helmet on the ball when it kind of makes as much movement as it did right there. So the uh, defense is going to have to stiffen here for Carney Catholic. That pistol formation again for Johnson. 8.02 to go here, third quarter. After a couple of field goals by uh, Tate Jansen, we've got us a one-point ball game. Shotgun formation for Johnson. Now that pistol, rather. He's going to run the option, going to pitch it out to that left wing, and trying to get the corner and getting that corner on that left side is going to be Jordan Jansen, and Jansen lowers his head and gains a couple extra yards. He's going to be close to the first down marker. Yep, and they just ran that off, you know, the option to the left side there. 
Bryce James did a pretty good job of stringing that out, and then he pitches it uh, to Jansen, and Jansen got the corner off that and picks up about eight yards on the play. We'll call it eight. He must have stepped uh, out of bounds before he eventually came <laughs> down. There we go. <laughs> Second and 18. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've stopped looking at that. A handoff right up the middle to Jansen. Jansen's hitting the backfield, but he's pushing the pile forward, and he got maybe right to that first down marker. It's going to depend on the spot. That's going to be awfully close one way or another. We'll call that a gain of two here for Jansen, and we'll see whether or not we bring out the chains. And that's exactly what's going to happen here. The chain gang bringing out those chains, just like Carney Towing and Repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. They'll bring those chains out and see whether or not it's first and ten Lakeview. We're going to be third and almost nothing. Yeah, and, and the defense is going to have to find a way to stiffen here. They are, Randy. You know, them, uh, Michael Daniel kind of shot in that time and uh, you know made a nice little tackle, a nice little hit right off the bat. But then the guy goes forward and picks up the first down. Yeah, they uh, just signal the first down, so they'll move those chains forward a little bit with seven ten to go here in the third quarter. Uh, again, a uh, field goal of uh, 37 yards, and then the ensuing kickoff fumbled by Carney Catholic, and now Lakeview with the opportunity to take the lead for the first time. They've tied it a couple of times, and this will be the first time that they'll have the opportunity to take the lead. Jansen's going to pitch it back on that left side, and again, great line surge by Carney Catholic, and Jansen maybe gets back a line of scrimmage. I'm not sure. Harms leading the way, but there was a lot of defensive help down there, and there's a star that's taken some time coming up, and that's Tyler Mesto, who's had a huge game. He's coming up. He, he comes out of there, but they did stop action a little bit, so I think he's going to have to come out of the game, but he doesn't want to. Yep. And like you said, uh, I think it was uh, Harms that strung that one out and uh, Michael Daniel coming in there, and then Bryce James and uh, Tyler Mesto came flying up there from their backer positions and uh, held him to no gain on the play. I think he just had the wind knocked out of him just a little bit. He popped up relatively quickly. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We'll keep an eye on Mestel for you and uh, give you an update when he comes back in there. I don't think he's going to be gone very long. Second and 10 from the 22 here for Lakeview. Now the pistol, Johnson, he's going to throw it in underneath, and it's a great strike right down the middle, down the seam, into the end zone for the touchdown. Yeah, like you said, just like he, he ran it right down the seam there, Randy. They kind of, you know, he just the quarterback just kind of raised up and just threw that ball right away, uh, you know, because the linebackers were kind of sucking in there on uh, a lot of those dive plays and those option plays. And this time he just took it back there and just fired it right down the seam and a nice catch in traffic there a little bit and uh, breaks one tackle and takes it on into the end zone. So with the touchdown, that makes it now a five-point lead for Lakeview. They're going to go for two here and try to make this a seven-point game with 6.40 to go. One back in the backfield behind Johnson. That's going to be Jordan Jansen, and uh, they're going to throw for it. They throw it in underneath, and it's going to be caught by Dozel for two. So two-point conversion's good, and a seven-point lead now for the Vikings. 21-14 Lakeview, 6.40 to go here in the third quarter. We'll be back right after this timeout. 
Anderson Brothers, your neighbor serving your neighborhood since 1947, wants to help a neighbor this winter. Anderson Brothers wants to install a high-efficiency furnace free into the home of someone who's truly deserving and in need. Do you know of someone you'd like to nominate? Do you own your own home and are in need? Just contact Anderson Brothers in Kearney or Holdridge before November 14th for your nomination. Giving back to the community, it's just Anderson Brothers' way of saying thank you for the honor of serving Central Nebraska for over 65 years. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth as Columbus Lakeview has tallied three straight scores. This one, the uh, nice touchdown uh, throw by the uh, quarterback, Dylan Johnson, and uh, Johnson with a great strike. Yep, Fultz caught the touchdown, too, also. Right yeah, there. and that was just a great strike down the seam, and it was so it was fairly well covered. Yeah. And it was really kind of even hard to see uh, Fultz's jersey number as he goes in for the 22-yard score. Yep, and I think it was Bryce James that came kind of flying right through there, Randy, and uh, looked like he kind of had a little bit of a beat on him, but Fultz, yeah, he's had a heck of a night tonight. Uh, you know, I know that uh, coming in, that was one of the guys that they kind of, you know, kind of mentioned in the in the team meetings, but it was more of the, the guys on the outside, and Fultz has had a heck of a night for Lakeview tonight. Yeah, and he also caught the two-point conversion, so it's now 21-14. to 14. And a relatively short kick here for Jansen. Going to be picked up by Cooper Holbrook. Holbrook finds a little seam, gets on that right side, makes one man miss at the 40, cuts it back inside. He'll bring it across the 41 to about the 42-yard line and maybe about one guy away from slipping through there and taking it to the house. Yeah, when Cooper, like you said, just picks, you know, gets it in the air right there, short little pooch kick, and he takes it back towards the middle there. I made a couple of guys miss. Uh, one guy or maybe even one more person, uh, he could have got a, uh, you know, maybe you know, a foot race in out of that situation. But good field position for Carney Catholic. And, again, uh, it's been uh, three straight scores here for Lakeview, and all of them have uh, come after Carney Catholic built a 14-7 lead. So they've, uh, they've given up now 15 straight points in the span of about five and a half minutes of action. Masker going to keep it. Hands and then I'm sorry, handed off uh, on kind of a little counter play on the inside, Brady. and a nice little gain there of about 12 yards. Yep, Brady did a good job, you know, because they had that two back set on that situation this time, and this time they gave it to Brady. You know, he took that little jab step to the right and came back with a little bit of a counter move, and takes it right up the middle for the first down. Nice hard run by Brady. A good gain of 12, and it's in Lakeview territory. It'll be first and 10 from the 46 yard line. And again, Masker will have Holtmeyer and uh, James off of either shoulder out of this pistol formation. Two wideouts to the right, and they'll run a little counter with James. James comes, uh, brings it across the 45 to about the 44-yard line, so it'll be a gain of two for the senior, Bryce James. Yeah, just kind of did the same motion that they did with Brady on this the last time. This time, Bryce took a jab step to the left and came back with that little counter move to the right side and try to, try to pick up what he could. Got about two yards on the play. So James now has right at 60 yards on 10 carries here in the ball game, and we've crossed the midway point of the third quarter. 21-14, Lakeview with the lead. A couple of field goals, and then the, uh, the touchdown pass and the two-point conversion, and the Stars find themselves down by seven for the first time tonight. Masker, time to throw. Throws it on that right side, and it's going to be a little bit too high for Pacheco and incomplete. Yeah, one of those little timing routes that he tried to hit Pacheco right on the cut there. He's ran a deep in route, um, and uh, he had he had the inside position on the guy, but it's one of those timing routes that just wasn't there. 23rd pass of the night here for Matt Masker. He was 12 of 18 in the first half. He's added uh, two completions and uh, another 12 yards on there, so he's got 129 yards as he's connected on 14 of 23 passes. 
And he'll be in that pistol again, third and eight from the 44. And coming in motion here is going to be James to the near side. Masker gets sacked. He's back across the other side of the 50, and boy, there's a lot of energy on the Lakeview side of the field. Yep. They came with a little bit of a blitz up the middle, too, Randy. Those guys up front did a good job, and then they came with a little bit of a blitz. They kind of got Bryce James out here to the left and tried to hit that deep in route again, and there just wasn't enough time for uh, him to get that off this time. So a loss of seven, and now Bushcutter will be in punt formation as that clock is moving. He'll be inside of five minutes to go in the third quarter when he puts that left foot into it. And again, they have a couple of guys back, including a kind of a protector. Nice snap. Bushcutter, not much pressure. Good high kick. And it's going to be oh, yeah. it's going to be pulled down at the 20. I thought he called for a fair catch. No, he, they're going to say he kneeled on it when yep. he made the catch right at the 20-yard line. He went down to make the catch, and he uh, touched on the uh, field momentarily. So they're going to blow it dead right there. Yep. And just a you know, nice high kick by Randy, by Grant Bushcutter. I can't do that. <laughs> no, I couldn't either. A nice high kick. And then, you know, gets the guys get down there good enough. Uh, you know, the guy came up there to make that catch. And just uh, when he went make the catch, he's knee down on the ground on the 20-yard line. Well, again, if the defense can hold, Stars could potentially yep. get some good field position here. But it's first and 10 from the 21-yard line here for Lakeview. They scored a touchdown. Well, they scored their last three times they've had their hands on the ball. They're going to run that little counter sweep, and James is going to be the first one there, and he'll lead the tackle. They'll be uh, bringing him down at about the 25-yard line on that little jet sweep. Coming across with the football there was uh, Trent Rock. Yep, just like you said, that jet sweep coming around here to this to Lakeview right side, Carney Catholic left side. Uh, Bryce James came up there and made the tackle for Carney Catholic. So they'll put Roth in that uh, slot on the other side again. Out of the pistol, Dylan Johnson. He's got Shanks behind him. And they'll bring a man in motion. They fake the handoff. He's going to keep it right up the middle. Bushcutter will lead the tackle, but after he brings it across the 32 to about the 33-yard line, and that'll be enough for the first down. Yep, just faking that handoff, taking that thing right up the middle. Uh, you know, picks up the first down for Columbus Lakeview. Um, you know, and like you said, you know, your, your son had to come up there and make the tackle on that play, but uh, he ended up being the first down for it. And, and James was just a half step away yep. from that. Nice cut back to the inside there by Johnson. Four minutes to go here, third quarter, 21-14, Lakeview with the lead and the football. In front of the quarterback is going to be Trent Roth on the right side, and they fake the handoff to him, keeping it as Johnson. Johnson again up the middle, and there's a little chicken fighting going on there. At the uh, line of scrimmage, kind of up to, and then after the uh, play was over, gain of about two, and the last one to come up there is Dylan Johnson, (laughs) and Andrew Harms, I think, was the one that led the tackle there. Yeah, I think so too, Randy. And, uh, you know, just uh, fake that handoff going around the ends and stuff there, and then he takes it and goes right up the middle. Does Johnson, the quarterback, and picks up what he can. Yeah, looks like three, but, boy, it didn't look like it when we saw the play live. High snap, but they're going to hand the ball off here for Roth. Roth gets taken off. There is a flag down on the play, and Roth gets knocked out of bounds by Bushcutter. And there is a flag down right at the point of attack. I think we're going to have a hold. Yep, I think Brady Holtmeyer came up there, yep, and they signaled the hold. Yeah. Brady Holtmeyer came up there, and then the guy just kind of hooked him as he tried to get the, uh, to the outside there. But uh, Brady did a good job of coming up there, and then the guy that was kind of doing the lead block, just did, got out there, just got his hand out there just a little bit too much and uh, turned Brady around, 
and uh, got caught for the hold. So holding penalty here on Lakeview is going to back up uh, a fairly nice gain. 3.08 to go here, third quarter, 21-14 Lakeview with the lead and the football. I'd like to welcome everybody on KKPR joining us after the uh, lopsided win here for Kennesaw over Overton, 61 to nothing. Glad you could join us here in Columbus, well, just north of Columbus, at Columbus Lakeview, 21-14. to We'll get you some of the scoring updates here in just a little bit. It'll be second and about 17 here for Lakeview as they've got that seven-point lead. Dylan Johnson out of the pistol will hand it off on a little counter. Breaking one tackle is Lemberg, and Lemberg will bring it across the uh, original line of scrimmage out to about the 35-yard line. So that'd be a nice little gain of about nine. They got half of what they needed on second and 18 and uh, actually spotted pretty comfortably for them. They've got a third and seven now. Yep, just coming to this left side, trying to get out here to this outside. Uh, he cuts it up through the middle there and then, then, then kicks it out to the outside, picks up a nice gain for Lakeview. Well, both uh, quarterbacks, both teams will set their quarterback in the pistol almost exclusively, and that's exactly what Lambert, what uh, Dylan Johnson has here. Throws oh. it in underneath, nearly intercepted, went off the hands of Holtmeyer at about the 45-yard line, and there might have been one guy between him and the end zone. It falls incomplete, and now it's going to be fourth down, and Bach will be back deep in punt formation. And uh, to punt it off here for Lakeview is going to be Tate Jansen. And Jansen, when the ball was snapped over his head late in the first half, that was one of the big plays of the game. They called roughing after he was able to pick it up on the bounce after it went over his head, took a couple of steps running with it, and the Carney Catholic player ran into him. They called roughing the punter as he did get the ball off. One of the big plays of the game because that led to a uh, Jansen field goal later on. So 2.27 to go. Good snap, a little bit of pressure, and it is a high punt. It's going to be fair caught, and a good decision there by Bach at about the 34-yard line. And again, a good angle there by Carney Catholic, and they were just an eyelash away from blocking that. Yeah, Nathan Dutenhofer coming in on that right side, just about got his big paw on that one. Uh, and then, like you said, John Bach did a really good job of just, you know, because there's traffic right in the middle there. John just fair caught it and, you know, getting the ball back to the offensive, offensive for Carney Catholic. Carney Catholic built a 14-7 to lead when Matt Masker and Tyler Mestel connected with two touchdowns in the first half. And then Tate Jansen, aided by that uh, roughing the punter penalty, kicked a field goal at the last play of the first half, made it 14-10 to at intermission. Snap here for Masker. Masker throws it on that right side, caught by Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer at the line of scrimmage, runs over one guy, bowls forward, and takes it out to about the 40-yard line. That'll be a gain of about six. Yep, getting that guy, getting it out there to the outside. John Bach ran a little curl out route, and then uh, you know the guy on the outside ran a deep route. I think that's Eric Pacheco ran a deep route. Got the swing pass out there to, to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer you know, picks up about six yards, five, six yards on the play, though. So 21-14 to 14 in the third quarter, uh, Lakeview has done all the scoring. They hit a 37-yard field goal added by a terrible 15-yard uh, uh, late hit penalty. And then uh, ensuing kickoff was fumbled, and then they hit a 22-yard touchdown pass. Here, Masker's going to hand the ball off uh, right up the middle. Nice little about uh, four-and-a-half, five-yard gain. They're going to say the ball came out. Lakeview is acting like it came out. If it came out, it came out when he hit the hit ground, the ground yeah. I believe. And there's no indication here from the officials. They're huddling up here. And they have not made an indication. They put the ball at the 45-yard line, and it's first, first and 10, Carney Catholic. Yeah, so the gain of five on the play for Holtmeyer. Yep. And if it came out at all, it was because uh, it, he was on the ground, ground. already. Yep. 
And that's what, you know, and that's what Brady was like, hey, wait a second, no. <laughs> the ground caused it and stuff. So Carney Catholic first and 10. So they've got at the 45-yard line, their side of the field still, as Masker does have a running back off of either shoulder out of this pistol formation. He gets the snap, hands it off uh, to, no, he keeps it himself, pulled it out, has the seam down the sideline. Right wing brings it across the 40 to about the 35-yard line. Nice gain on the play as they're in Lakeview territory. We'll see exactly what they spotted on that far sideline, but a nice little fake of the handoff as he rode the ball through uh, Holtmeyer's hands into the hole and then followed him through the hole and has it for a first down at the 37-yard line. Yep, just nice nice read there. You know, Matt faked that handoff going up the middle and then takes it and goes out to the outside and picks up a you know, good chunk of yards there for first down for Carney Catholic. Gain of about 18 on the play. Same formation here for the Stars out of that pistol. Long count for Masker. And he'll lose the football, and diving to get back is going to be Holtmeyer right at the 40-yard line. And I think he got there, so that'll be a loss of three, but the Stars will keep the football. Yep, on this uh, right side here, uh, one of the cornerbacks came blitzing in there, Randy, and, uh, you know, he faked the handoff, and then he's just pulling it out of the gut of uh, Bryce James and getting ready to pitch to uh, Holtmeyer here, and uh, the guy just hit, you know, Masker as he's getting ready to pitch. So loss of three, but the Stars maintain possession. We're in the final minute of the third quarter, and it's been a nightmare quarter, really, in a lot of ways here for Kearney Catholic as they have not scored in the quarter. 34 seconds to go. They've had to eat one timeout as Kearney Catholic. Now Lakeview will return the favor. They didn't like how something lined up, so they called the timeout. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. 33 seconds to go here before the end of the third quarter. 21-14 Lakeview with the lead. Stars will have it second and 12 at the 40 when we come back. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back here to ESPN 1460 in Carney, uh, Hastings, and Grand Island, as well as Class Gets 98.9 FM KKPR. As right now, Lakeview has the lead over Carney Catholic 21 to 14. And again, a fumbled kickoff for Carney Catholic, set up Lakeview for a touchdown, and Dylan Johnson hit Austin Foltz, and Foltz has been a monster in terms of catching the football from his tight end position as uh, he's been able to not only get that touchdown but the two-point conversion, and it's now 21-14. to Here are the shotgun formation for Masker. One back in the backfield with him. Trips to the left, which is the wide side of the field. One wide out to the right. He's looking to the right, looking for a screen. Throws it in underneath. It's set up nicely. James has it at the 50, at the 40, at the 35. Man, a great open field tackle right at the 35-yard line. Wow, what a play there by Trey Shanks. Uh, Otherwise, it's a 50-50 opportunity for Carney Catholic to get the touchdown. Yep. They had a nice play called, that little screen play. And then Bryce took it, you know, up the middle a little bit, and then he cut it back here to this left side. And Trey Shanks did a real good job of coming up there and and, uh, making an open field tackle, which is very difficult to do on Bryce James. So that ends up being a gain of only about four, and that will do it for the final play of the third quarter. The Stars on the road trailing Columbus Lakeview. Last year, the Stars trailed heading into the fourth quarter 20-17 and won comfortably. 
Well, right now they trail it 21 to 14 as we head to the final 12 minutes. We come back to Lakeview right after this timeout. I have always said that I'm a Nebraska Farm Bureau member because it gives me, as a farmer, a voice in the legislature and in Washington, D.C. But did you know what your Buffalo County Farm Bureau does for you in your own backyard? By giving scholarships to local kids, supporting the Buffalo County Fair and 4-H programs, or tackling zoning concerns and other local issues. Farm Bureau starts right here. That's why I'm a proud Farm Bureau member. Call Buffalo County Farm Bureau and rediscover your grassroots power. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Carney Catholic right now trailing at 21-14, to 14, and we saw a real rarity, and that is Bryce James being brought down in the uh, open field. Put a star on that play by Trey Shanks, because yes. if uh, Trey doesn't make that great open field tackle, uh, we might be looking at a tie ball game right now. Yeah, very easily could have, because, uh, you know, Bryce does, does a good job of making people miss, and he made some people miss in the middle there. And then Trey Shanks did a real good job you know, nice form tackle coming up there, you know, breaking down and making a nice tackle on him. So it's third and eight from the 35. There are no backs in the backfield to help out Masker. There's four guys split out in various distances on the right, one to the left. And Masker throws it on that left side, and it's going to be complete over there to Mestel. I think that's Mestel. Nope, it's Pacheco, and Pacheco's going to take it out of bounds for more than enough for the first down. Yep, just uh, had four on this right side. They have had uh, Pacheco on the left side. A nice connection between uh, Masker and uh, Pacheco on that left side for the first down for Carney Catholic. And let's see where they spotted. That'll be a gain of uh, 15 on the play. Nice catch there by Pacheco, his first of the game. And it'll be first and 10 from uh, the 15-yard line. It says 20 on the scoreboard, but that's the 15. And the throw caught in underneath to Hoosman. Hoosman's going to bring it across to about the 4-yard line. So that'll be another about 11-yard pitch and catch. This one, the Hoosman, and we'll see whether or not the uh, Stars play with a little bit of rhythm as they're now in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone, where you're in the zone shopping for a new used vehicle. Head to the top of the hill, Kearney's hometown Ford store at 2nd Avenue and 42nd Street. Nice they just wind the clock here. there by um, Hoosman there, Randy, setting down in that middle of that end zone or in the middle of the field there and just, you know, uh, Masker did a great job of finding him. Holtmeyer is going to be out in the slot. James is the one back in the backfield as uh, Masker will call out the signal out of the pistol. And he'll fake the handoff. Stiff arm one guy, try to get the corner, puts his head down, spins, and is in for the touchdown. A five-points bank touchdown for Matt Masker, and we're a point away from being tied with 11.23 to go here in the fourth quarter. And they really collapsed when he handed that off, or faked that handoff to Bryce James. A lot of those guys uh, collapsed. He did a good job of reading that and pulling it out and then getting enough, just enough there and there for the, for the touchdown going to the right side here did Masker. So Matt Masker with a four-yard run makes it 21-20. Uh, to 20. And now Bushcutter with the opportunity to tie things up here. Low snap, nice hold there by uh, Bach. 
And it's a bit of a line drive kick, but Bushcutter punches it through, and we are deadlocked with a minute 23 to go here in the fourth quarter. A good one, Bruin, and we kind of thought that's exactly yep. what the case would be. We're starting over again. Deadlocked at 21 with 11.23 to go here in the fourth quarter at Columbus Lakeview. Stars will kick it off. We come back after this. The game is more fun to watch with Fanatics. Fanatics Sports Bar and Carney, that is, and now there's even more Fanatics to love. The new edition nearly doubles the room inside, and the bullpen combines the great outdoors with great seats to the game. Follow the Oscars and your other favorite teams on over 30 high-def TVs, including two huge HD projection screens. Treat yourself to a wide variety of appetizers, sandwiches, pizza, wings, burgers, and even a kid's menu that will make you stand up and cheer. Football is more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue in Carney. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. And we kind of thought this would be a pretty good football game, Don, and we are not at all disappointed by that. Yeah, we said that at halftime. This would probably come right down to the fourth quarter, and that's exactly what it's doing. 21 all with 11.23 to go here in this game. Uh, you know, both teams moving the football. Uh, Carney Catholic got that one in on this last, last drive here to make this a 21 all game. And uh, back deep uh, for the kick returner is Chase Lemberg. And that is 19, who is standing at about the 9. And Bushcutter is going to kick it over his head. And it'll be picked up at about the 3-yard line as he tracks it down. Lemberg looking for a little bit of a seam. There is a flag thrown. And uh, he'll get maybe to the 19-yard line. But the uh, flag thrown a long ways away from whatever infraction took place. Because I think that... Uh, well, that referee might have to work on that rotator cuff after that throw because he was a long ways away from it when he threw the flag. Yeah, he was. Uh, he saw something right off the bat there, Randy, from down here. And blocking the back. Blocking the back on Columbus Lakeview. As, uh, Carney Catholic did a good job of getting downfield there. Grant getting a good deep kickoff. Uh, and uh, Carney Catholic getting a, doing a good, great job of getting downfield. I think that was Ty Conley getting down there, and he was in under on the tackle. But there was a lot, of, you know, two or three other guys that were right down there for Carney Catholic. That'll back him up half the distance, so the ball will be in the neighborhood of the uh, 10-yard line. We want to remind you that uh, our internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit to UNK. And don't forget, you can listen to our internet streaming at platriverpreps.com. All the games that we broadcast on our network of stations is at platriverpreps.com. Glad I know there's a lot of folks who can't make it to the game listening. I'm sure a few folks in the Kearney area as well. 11-17 to go here. Fourth quarter, 21-21. The ball is spawned at the 10-yard line. And in the pistol is Dylan Johnson. Johnson, a little bit of a hard count. Runs that little counter. And Holtmeyer eats that one up. It runs right into the welcoming arms of Holtmeyer. And Chase Lemberg is actually going to lose a little bit of yardage. Yep, as they you know ran that little... Uh counter kind of play back to you know he takes a step to his right and comes back to this to the left side he gives him the handoff Randy come there Brady Holtmeyer did a good job of shedding his blocker and standing the guy up for about a two-yard loss there so second and 12 from the eight-yard line pistol formation again as Roth is behind Johnson and they're kind of prairie dog in here as they're looking over to the uh, sideline to see what they want to do Johnson now gets his new marching orders calls it out to the rest of the team Still has plenty of time here. Takes the snap, going to keep it himself, going to tuck it in, and not much room at all there leading the way. Was that Ryan Blake, the first one in there? There was a flag that came down late. Yeah, I, 
Dutenhofer was in there on that play, Andy, and I, one of the linebackers, I think it was Ryan Blake, I think it's 35, and Ryan Blake was in there also, Randy. And it's going to be a face oh. mask on Carney Catholic. Now, I don't think they call it a 15-yarder. Yeah, I don't. They did not give no, a personal no foul variety, but it is uh, a replay of the down. Yep. So instead of it being third and uh, 10 or maybe even 11, it's going to be second and about eight. Now, actually closer to seven. Yep. So trips to the wide side of the field, which is going to be the right. Johnson in that pistol. I think that's Roth behind him. And he'll look to throw on that right side, and it's going to be complete again to, you guessed it, <laughs> tight end, Austin Foles. And, again, that's pretty good defense by Carney yeah. Catholic, but that, that immediate slant, that is awfully tough to stop. It is, you know. And like you said, Randy, he just, you know, does, they got three wide outs on that side, and then he's an inside guy, and he runs that slant route, and it's tough to cover. And Carney Catholic had two or three guys right there. Once he caught the football, they were right there to make the tackle. Uh, nice catch by Foles, though, go. His seventh catch of the game. Yeah. Foles' seventh catch of the game. And they'll set up now first and ten from the 25. Pistol again for Johnson. That's almost exclusively what they've done here. And Lemberg gets the handoff, makes one man miss, slips through there, and he's going to be pulled down and lost the football. And I, Carney Catholic had a shot at it, but somehow on the backside, one of the linemen was able to come up and uh, pull down the football. Ball was free, one blue jersey, and it bounces up for Caleb Franzen, Franzen. and Franzen recovers the fumble. Yep. Ty Connolly was there to kind of help strip that football out there, and then uh, Franzen, very alert on the offensive line there, saw the football, and he jumped over there and got the football uh, first down for Columbus Lakeview here. So a gain of 11, but not how you want to do it if you're the uh, Vikings. But again, saving the bacon there is Caleb Franzen. 21-21, 9.48 to go here, fourth quarter, first and 10 from their own 37 after that uh, fortunate recovery by the offensive lineman downfield, and in the pistol is Dylan Johnson. Johnson, again, looks over here, and then they'll change the formation. Coming in a little bit uh, closer to the inside here is going to be Jack Reeg, and Lakeview not happy with how things are going, so they're going to call a timeout. This will be their second timeout of the ballgame. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. 9.29 to go, fourth quarter, 21-21. First and 10 from their own 37 for Lakeview. We come back after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back here to Columbus Lakeview, 929 to go, and we're kind of looking out there, and since coming out of the game, we have not seen Tyler Mestel, and in the first quarter, hurting his ankle, it would appear, is Creighton Hammock, and he's not been out there since the first quarter, and he was pretty, he's a monster last yeah. week, 
and uh, was pretty effective starting off this week. So our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with two locations in Kearney. The Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth on the road here at Columbus Lakeview. First and 10 from the 37 here for the Stars. And again, that uh, pistol formation for Dylan Johnson. And they go with two wingbacks in the tight area. They run a little counter, and Holtmeyer is able to wrap up Lemberg. And then a lot of help comes after that, and a lot of energy there for the Kearney Catholic defense. Mopping things up there for the uh, Stars was uh, Dutenhofer. Yep. And Dutenhofer feeling a little bit of his oats there after a loss of two for uh, about a yard and a half for Lemberg. Yep, and then, like you said, Brady did a good job. He shucked off his uh, blocker out here and uh, turned that play right in and then right got, got the tackle right there and made the guy stand up, and then Dutenhofer cleaned everything up. So Johnson now is going to be out of shotgun because there's no running backs back there with him, and he's going to do a quarterback draw right up the middle. He runs through one attempted tackle, is going to gain about 10 on the play, and we're going to be setting up third and maybe two. Yep, and they, uh, this time I saw um, when number 88 went out to that right side, Bryce James jammed him right at the, at the line of scrimmage so he couldn't get off the off the line of scrimmage there. Uh, nice job by Bryce James, but then the quarterback just did a little quarterback sneak off that and uh, picks up a lot. Quarterback under center for the first time tonight, and Johnson's going to go right over the top of the center and gain about a yard and a half, move the chains near midfield to be first and 10 for Lakeview. Yeah, he just came up there real quick, got up there to the line of scrimmage, and, uh, you know, about one yard to go and just quarterback sneaked and picked up the first down. First time we've seen either team with a quarterback under center. Yep, yep. So first and 10 from their own 49-yard line, 8.16 to go. This drive started essentially at the 10 after the penalty on the kickoff. Pistol formation for Johnson. Behind him is Shanks. And again, Johnson will give out a different uh, call here. He's got trips to the right side of the field. Hard count. He's looking to the left, throws it in underneath, and it's going to be caught and lunge it forward to the 40-yard line is going to be Nicholas Dolzio. Nice little catch there because that ball was a little bit up into the air and inside, and John Hoosman looked like he kind of had a little bit of beat on that one. Uh, but nice, nice catch by, uh, who did you say that was, Randy? Dozio. Dozio did a good job of getting up there and, get, and catching the football. So it'll be first and 10 at the 40-yard line. 7.50 to go. Fourth quarter, 21 all. Carney Catholic scored early in the quarter to uh, tie things up. And they're going to run a little counter here. With it is Shanks. Shanks trying to get to the outside. And Dutenhofer is going to wrestle him down after he brings it across the 35-yard line. So that'll be a gain of about five on the play. Yeah, that time uh, Brady Holtmeyer came up there and he made, uh, you know, Brady was fighting off a, a block and coming to this left side. And then uh, he got outside of Brady a little bit. And then Dutenhofer had to come running by there to make the tackle. Well, again, it looked to me like he was about two yards short of where they spot the ball. <laughs> and the ball was going to be spotted at the 33. It looked to me like he was out of bounds at the 35. And under center is going to be Johnson. And Johnson's just going to pitch it out. Off tackle, there's a seam. And uh, brought down at the 22-yard line is going to be Shanks. Check that. It was Roth on the carry. So that'll be a gain of 10 for Roth. Just a quick toss out here to the Columbus Lakeview left side, Carney Catholic's right side. Uh, Brady Holtmeyer came up there but took on the blocker. And uh, then uh, he picks up about well, how many, seven, eight yards? About 10. About 10 yards on the play. 
So it'll be first and 10 from the 23 inside of seven minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Pistol formation again for Johnson. And Johnson will hand it off to that left side. And running is going to be Roth. Roth is going to take it across the 20-yard line, and I don't even want to guess where they're actually going to spot it. <laughs> Think about the 16, it looks like. But <laughs> but coming to the left side, he you know got the corner turned a little bit there and uh, got to the outside a little bit, Randy, and it's going to be you know second and about three yards to go here, three and a half for Lakeview. Right now, Lakeview is running off plays in fairly good chunks. Yes, Seven, eight yards, you know, five, ten. And under center is going to be Johnson. He's got two backs in the backfield behind him. And I think Carney Catholic's going to call. No, Lakeview calls the timeout. Well, <laughs> one official points one. one direction, one points the other. I think one pointed <laughs> to the Carney Catholic sideline, and the other one pointed to the Carney Catholic position on the field. Yeah. So I think this is on the stars with 6-11 to go here in the fourth quarter. Timeout, Carney Catholic. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. 6-11 to go, fourth quarter. It'll be second and three from about the 16-yard line for uh, Lakeview. With uh, 6-11 to go in the fourth, we're tied at 21. Back after this. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Line National Bank broadcast booth. It's going to be second and three from about the 16-yard line here for Columbus Lakeview and a couple of pretty good football players for Carney Catholic not in the game right now. That's Creighton Hammock and Tyler Mestel. And one other thing I'd point out about that, Tyler Mestel is your long snapper for mm-hmm. your, your field goal kicking unit as well as your punting unit. And uh, so there's some emergency snapping going on on the far sideline. Dylan Johnson under center. He's going to pitch the ball out here for Trent Roth. And Roth gets to that right side. Looks like no gain. So, of course, it'll be a gain of about two. (laughs) Yeah, and I think it was Bryce James this time. They took it to the right side this time. And Bryce James uh, shed his blocker and came up and made a good, uh, you know, tackle on the play. So, again, they'll bring it out now to third and one. So we'll call that a gain of one. Inside of six minutes to go here as we're in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. Under center is going to be Johnson. Quick pitch out there to Roth. Roth out there tackle, slips through that area. He has enough for the first down, and it's going to be down to about the eight-yard line. Gain of seven. Yep, just a quick toss to the right side this time, and uh, he got out to the outside and uh, turned it upfield and got it all the way down to about the seven-yard line for Columbus Lakeview. So Lakeview right now, they've got an injured player on that far sideline, so they're going to attend to him. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We're five and a half minutes away from the end of regulation. We're tied at 21 right now, so whatever Lakeview does here, Kearney Catholic's going to have to find a way to answer back. And again, I, I hope I'm not jinxing anything by bringing it up, but Tyler Mestel has been an excellent long snapper on the punting mm-hmm. game, the extra points, field goals, all that stuff. And right now, there's kind of a crash course going on on the far sideline over there. I think it was Mitchell Wasty who was working on the yep. long snapping. And that's a different animal than what you're doing when you're just playing regular center. Yep, exactly right, Randy, trying to get that ball 
you know, exactly to the person, whether it's on a field goal try, whether it's on an extra point try, or whether it's a long snap into a, for a, for a uh, you know, punt or whatever. It's a, it's a lot of different things, and uh, Tyler's done a great job these last couple of years for that. And right now they're uh, taking some time attending to the uh, player over there. It's not a uh, – they're, they're standing him up. So, again, uh, I don't know how serious this is, but at least it isn't spinal in any, of, in any event. Uh, and Trent Roth is uh, coming up and actually walking pretty well yep. right now. So don't want to speculate on what the injury is, but he's, uh, he's yep. leading the pack coming off the field as he's at a pretty good jog right now. Yeah, might have been just a wind knocked out or something, but uh, he looks like he's pretty ready and running to go back into that game. <laughs> so five and a half to go here, and the plot thickens from the Carney Catholic perspective because uh, we're tied, but right now threatening, and I do mean threatening, is Lakeview. They've got it first and goal from the seven-yard line. Under center is going to be Johnson. Johnson, that quick pitch, cutting back to the inside of Shanks. Shanks brings it right through the middle, brings it out to about, he's short of the, he's short of the five-yard line, so, of course, they'll mark it at the five-yard line. <laughs> yeah, they quick toss it to the right side, and then he just got, did a little bit of cutback coming back towards the middle there and picks up about two yards on the play. His helmet might have got to the five, yeah. but not where he was carrying <laughs> the ball on his hip. I'm telling you that right now. Inside of five minutes to go here, fourth quarter, 21-21. Second and goal from the five. And split out a man wide to the left. Out of the pistol here is going to be Johnson. Johnson has Shanks just to his left now. And they're going to hand it off to Lemberg. Lemberg will get down to the five-yard line. That's going to be about it. As Bach led the tackle there. And he comes up with a little bit of fire. Well, and Bach was in on it. And uh, so was uh, Bryce, Brett, James. Bryce James. Yep. Both those guys came right up there. You know, they did that little pitch off to the side here, Randy, and they, both of those guys came right up there and made the tackle right at the line of scrimmage. So huge play here. Third and goal from the five. Stars definitely want to hold him to three, at least the field goal attempt. Pistol formation for Johnson. Johnson runs, pitches it, cut back. A lot of green jerseys there fighting through. Shanks, oh. and Shanks goes in for the touchdown. About three stars had him wrapped up, and he's able to squirt through for the touchdown. Yeah, right off the bat, he took the ball to the right side. Johnson did, Randy, and then, uh, you know, Harms came flying through there, made him pitch it quickly. Shanks got the ball, and there was another couple guys right there, and I thought they had him right at the five-yard line, no gain, and he squirted through there for the touchdown, broke broke through there for the touchdown. So Shanks, a five-yard run, and now a very crucial extra point considering all going on right now by Tate Jansen. It is a high kick, and it is good. 28-21. Columbus Lakeview takes the lead with 4.03 to go here in the fourth quarter, and the Stars will get the ball back, needing to punch it into the end zone and get the extra point without their long snapper. It'll be the kickoff by the Vikings. We come back after this. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. 
What a dramatic run there by Troy Shanks, who goes in for the five points bank touchdown from five yards away. And that one was hard earned by Mr. Shanks because, again, Carney Catholic diagnosed it well. They had three guys there, but they only got him with the arms, and there was about six arms on him. But the two legs of Shanks kind of uh, was able to outmuscle those uh, four or five arms that were on him. Yep, you know, and and, then Harms did a good job of making the guy Johnson pitch right off the back. The quarterback had to pitch it right away. Shanks had to get the ball on the pitch, and then there was two, two or three Carney Catholic guys right there and it looked like they had him stopped, and he just kept his feet driving and, and got into the end zone for Columbus Lakeview. Well, the Stars need to find some magic here. Down by seven with 4.03 to go, and Jansen will kick it off relatively short. Going to be picked up by Bryce James. James has a lead blocker on that left side, makes one man miss, and then he'll stop at about the 35-yard line, slips to the seams, has the sideline. He's going to take it the distance, and then he's forced out of bounds. One last guy staying behind, that's Jack Rieg, who was way behind everybody. But Carney Catholic in great field position here as a brilliant return by James will put the ball in the red zone to start the drive. Yep, like you said, Randy, just a great run. You know, he got the ball there, uh, you know, kind of a high kick in the middle, and Bryce got the ball. He took it up to the middle, broke it out to the outside, the left side, and and went down the sideline. Uh, Got caught about the 20, what, 24? Five? Is that what they're No, they, well, they, they stepped out of bounds at the <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> they marked the ball originally at the 19, and now we're back out to the 25. 25. <laughs> First and 10 from the 25. Shotgun formation here from Asker. No backs in the backfield. A little bit of pressure coming. Quick throw in underneath. Going to be caught by Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer will turn the corner, and he has enough for the first down as he'll bring it down to about the 10-yard line. So that will put the ball in the uh, Platte Valley of Otto Kearney red zone. When you're in the zone shopping for a new used vehicle, head to the top of the hill, 2nd Avenue at 42nd, Kearney's hometown Ford store. Ball going to be marked down at the 13-yard line, so we'll call that a 12-yard gain for Holtmeyer. Just a little quick pick or pass out to Holtmeyer on that left side. He took it up for the first down. Good ball about the 12, 13-yard line here, Randy. And again, no backs in the backfield for Masker. Masker, quick throw to the right side. It's going to be complete again. A little cut back in here for Holtmeyer at about the 10. And he'll bring it down to about the 9. So that'll be a gain of about 4 on the play. Yeah, just swinging the ball out here to Holtmeyer out to the outside on this. Uh, made the first guy miss and then picks up about 4 or 5 yards on the play. Uh, did Brady Holtmeyer. Yeah, and they unstack it. That's, that's a gain that's probably a little bit closer to five. So it'll be second and five from the eight-yard line. And James looks at his wristband. He'll be the running back behind Masker here, with the exception of one series. Masker has played quarterback the entire game, including starting the game. And he has thrown the ball now 29 times. He's out of that pistol. Looking to throw, steps in, throws it in underneath, nearly intercepted. It's knocked away and incomplete. Trying to connect with Hoosman, who was in the end zone, and that one falls incomplete. Yeah, had Hoosman on singles on this right side, had trips on that left side over there, Randy. He tried to squeeze one in here over here to the right side. Hoosman was in the end zone uh, for the pass. Uh, Lakeview had a pretty good beat on it to knock it down, though. Six straight completions from Asker, broken up with that incompletion, and it's going to be third and five at the eight-yard line. 
Clearly, they can get a first down without punching it in the end zone. Time is of the essence here. 2.53 to go. Plenty of time on this drive for Carney Catholic. Masker has it. A little bit of pressure. Throws it in underneath, and it's a little bit behind the intended receiver and knocked away. It is incomplete. Intended for John Bach there. Coming across him. Bach running a deep route you know, or a slant route in the uh, end zone there. Uh, Masker tried to squeeze it in there. Uh, one of the uh, defenders for Lakeview just got enough to get a hand on it to knock the ball away. That was a small window and nearly put in there by Masker. Just off enough. So here you go. Can't quite say this is the ball game, but Carney Catholic has two timeouts left with 2.48 to go. It's fourth and five at the eight-yard line. So here we go. A huge play, and the folks from Lakeview know it. They're making a little noise for their defense. Shotgun for Masker. No backs in the backfield with him. He's looking to throw. He's going to scramble a little bit. A little bit of pressure. Falls down, throws it. It's going to be incomplete. They're going to say he's actually down. He slipped, and his knee went down, and they're going to mark him back for a loss. Yeah. And it's a turnover on downs. He wanted to get that wheel, little wheel route over here to Bryce on that left side, and he kind of rolled back out that way, Randy, and then he went to pivot to turn and come back this way. Uh, slipped, fell down, and just kind of tried to chuck the ball, but his knee went down on uh, about the 20-yard the line That's, there. They're going to mark it at the 22. That'll be a loss of 14 with a little scramble there as he kind of slipped. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. The defense for Carney Catholic has to answer the bell here. Has to be a three-and-out, really, with 2.41 to go. If they get a three-and-out, they'd still have a legitimate shot of making something happen. But again, the uh, Lakeview rushing attack has been fairly effective and has been wearing down Carney Catholic, and the Stars are a little short-staffed because some of their better defensive players are injured right now. Under center is going to be Johnson. He's going to pitch it out. They take it out to that left side, and uh, leading the tackle there is going to be Harms. Ripping at the football, getting in there as well is, uh, I think, Brungart. And we'll see where they spot the ball. And again, they've, they've gotten some friendly spots. Yeah. And they're going to say that's a gain of what? One yard. Yep. Oh, two. <laughs> and Lakeview called it? No, Carney Catholic calls the timeout. Oh, okay. It's timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. Don't forget the uh, CPI, Mr. Tire Friday Night Scoreboard Show coming up immediately at the end of this broadcast here on KKPR, and then obviously the folks listening on our ESPN Superstation, 1460 and Kearney. Stick around. We'll have the post-game show, including talking with uh, head coach Calling as we uh, try to make sense of what has happened here. And again, uh, Kearney Catholic has had some breaks go against him in this game, but they're still in it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line here. They still have one timeout left to stop the clock, and if they can hold them to a three and out, they're going to have time, and they have, uh, they've moved the ball fairly effectively passing the football. Yeah, they have, Randy. So if they can get you know, a, a couple good stops right here, they'll have some time left to try to try to muster something up here to uh, either tie this game or, or win it. So out of the pistol again is going to be Dylan Johnson. Johnson has people coming across the formation. We'll hand it off, and uh, they are able to kind of wrap him down. It should have been a loss of about four on the play, but fighting through there and, and uh, getting what he could was Trent Roth. And Roth is going to end up gaining about two when it really should have been a loss of about three. Yeah, because Brady came flying up there uh, to turn that play in, got just a little bit of a block, and but he, he was one of those guys that was just right there, just about ready to make the tackle. And then there was a lot of pursuit uh, coming in there for Carney Catholic and uh, 
Uh, he got back to about the line of scrimmage on that play. Well, Carney uh, Catholic, I must have missed a timeout. They say that Carney Catholic has used all their timeouts, so we're inside of two minutes to go. Out of the uh, pistol is going to be Johnson. Johnson keeping. Johnson tucks in, oh. breaks a tackle, has enough for the first down, and he's going to be bulldog oh, and lost the football. He lost the football at the 40, and the Stars say they have it. The ball was on the ground. It's a matter it looked to me that ball was coming out before he hit the ground. I think so, too. But, <laughs> but the officials aren't looking like they're trying to find out who's got the ball. Once we get them unpiled here, we'll see. Check it out. But they're... <laughs> Well, we haven't got a call yet today. Right. They've got the football. I don't understand that one. Oh, I mean, maybe they came up with it, but it yeah. was out. Yeah. But, they, but he didn't act like they were looking to see who had no. the football. Brady's the one that tossed the ball to the official. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it sure looked like it was out before he went down, but uh, picked up the first down for Lakeview right here. Well, the Carney Catholic does not have any timeouts. timeouts. Does not have any timeouts. And, again, they can snap the ball three times here with a, a gap of uh, almost 30 seconds between. And uh, there's only a minute and a half left. So they can kneel on the football here. And the quarterback's just going to keep it right up the middle, gain about two on the play. But that's not the issue. The issue is that clock because it's still moving with a minute 20 to go. And Lakeview has a 28-21 lead. Yep. And like you said, Randy, just, you know, quarterback's sneak. There's not a whole lot that Carney Catholic can do right here with a minute and nine seconds to go. And, and again, the ball was loose. There was the opportunity. Yep. At least it appeared to us. Yep. And Lakeview maintains the possession. And, again, on the uh, kickoff, I thought that uh, there wasn't anybody left. But smart move by Lakeview. They put somebody and moved him back 15 yards backwards from the snap and the quarterback sneak right up the middle and Dylan Johnson slips through everybody and he's going to go 57 yards for a touchdown. Yep, just a quarterback, you know, they just got up there, just lined up, you know, waited for the clock and the quarterback sneaked it, Randy, and then uh, it just kept moving, kept moving and all of a sudden he comes breaking out of the pack for the touchdown for Lakeview. Well, you know what? That's the only potential Carney Catholic has of winning this football game. Again, a little bit different scenario than Boys Town Carney Catholic yeah. uh, last year. But the fact that the Stars get their hands back on the football, this is the only chance they had of winning the game. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I'm not excited that they scored a touchdown from 57 yards away. Yeah. But, you know, they, they get you know, maybe a good return or something or your, uh, you know, a quick touchdown and get an onside kick or something. But like you said, Randy, that is about the only way that they could even make it a chance of getting a the extra point is up, and there was a lot of pressure there, and that one is no good. So the try for point is no good. 42.4 to go in the football game, and the Stars are going to need all those point fours as they are now down by 13, 34-21, and the Stars are going to need a miracle. Two touchdowns, an onside kick somewhere in the middle, and they'll have to do it with no timeouts left. Lakeview will kick it off. We come back right after this. KICS Hastings. KXPN Carney. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal, sir, and I never slice. Nebraska weather is so unpredictable. Don't be left out in the storm with hail dents or even door dings. When your car plays the star in the episode of Nebraska Severe Weather, see the professionals at Dent Popper and Carney to save you. Dent Popper can remove minor hail damage, door dings, and other minor dents without damaging the original paint. 
Joel, Scott, and the guys at Dent Popper know how important your vehicle is to you, and keeping it looking nice is what they do. Stop into Dent Popper today, just south of the library on First Avenue in Kearney. And welcome back to the Nebraska-Land National Bank broadcast booth. The last two touchdowns by uh, Lakeview were after we really kind of thought Carney Catholic had them wrapped up. And I'm not saying there's bad, that was bad officiating, but no. they were there. But, again, Lakeview was able to kind of run through the tackles and uh, a 57-yard run there by Dylan Johnson to make it now 34-21 with 42 seconds to go. And here Jansen's going to kick it off. He's going to squib it, and I think it's going to go out of bounds. Yep, yep. it is. And so there's still 42.4 to go, and the Stars will get the football. You know, it went out of bounds at, the, at, at the, about the 38. Stars should be able to decline the penalty and take the ball at the 38 and gain three yards. Yep. Yeah. So, of course, they'll spot at the 35. Just watch. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Carney Catholic, like you said, Randy, you know, they got to get some quick strike here. Uh, maybe you know, get a quick touchdown out of this and then uh, see what they can do on an onside kick situation. So they're marking it at about the 36. They ended the ball went out about the 36, I guess. Yeah, well, it's always a difference of two yards. <laughs> Sars need the miracle. Absolutely going to have to chuck the ball deep. We'll see if Lakeview comes with pressure. They're dropping a lot of safeties back here as well. A little bit of movement up front, and I think uh, the Stars have just gained five free yards. Yeah, it looked like a right tackle on that side over on for Lakeview. Uh, yeah, and it looked like they're, 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 they're facing north, so they're going to be marching out five yards here on Lakeview. But well, again, that 57-yard run a little bit ago. Oh, no, uh, they five, called it on Carney Catholic. Well, of course they did. <laughs> the uh, five points bank touched down a little bit ago from 57 yards away for Dylan Johnson, but... Again, it, it, it's the only way Carney Catholic had a chance. Yeah. Uh, Carney Catholic was jumping, trying to strip the ball. That's one yep. reason why they weren't making the tackle. They were trying to strip the strip football. The football. Yep. So it'll be first and 15 from the 31. Shotgun formation here for Masker. Trips to the right, which is the wide side of the field. A little pressure comes. He throws it to the left, and it is nearly intercepted. Great break on the ball on that far side. And it is going to be incomplete, but great effort there. Yep. By, uh, I think it was Dylan Johnson. Yeah, and uh, Pacheco, you know, ran a little bit deeper route than what Masker thought he was going to run. And uh, the defensive guy got a great break on the football. So five precious seconds, tick off the clock. It's now going to be second and 15 from their own 31. Stars need to get 69 yards in the blink of an eye to have a chance of getting a second touchdown after an onside kick. That's how dire the situation is. Masker. Throws it as he's falling down in traffic. It bounces around, and it's caught by Holtmeyer. No, they're going to say it's not. And again, from my vantage point, I can't tell, but I'll tell you what, it wasn't for lack of effort by Holtmeyer as we nearly had an immaculate reception on a diving attempt there by Holtmeyer. Yeah, and one of those, you know, threw it. You know, Masker was getting a little bit of pressure. He threw it out there, and it goes off of a guy's uh, helmet or shoulder pad, pounces clear up in the air, and then Holtmeyer... You know, dove after the football, and Bautman came up with the catch right there. So 28 seconds to go. It's now third and 15. Stars have to think about getting a first down just to keep the ball and even have that attempted miracle. But time, obviously, ticking against the Stars here. Low snap, Masker gets it, throws it in underneath, and it's going to be dropped by Holtmeyer. I think they might have been trying the old hook and lateral play there yeah. as, uh, as it, Hoosman is the one that dropped the ball at about the 42-yard line. So it's now 4th and 15 here for Kearney Catholic as they now, after they hit uh, six in a row, they've now had their last five passes go incomplete. 
Yeah, I think you're right, Randy. I think they were going to hook that, do that hook and ladder because Bryce James was coming right behind um, Hoosman there to maybe get that hook and ladder. And again, a, a drop might be almost as good there because if they knock him down there, may not have had enough time. Hand off to James. James run around on fourth and 15, trying to get enough for the first down. Breaks one tackle, and he's going to be about three or four yards short. I think he is too, Randy. Yep. Well, he ended, he ended up clear over here, but they blew him dead yep. before that last little bet, and I think that the referees got that right. So on fourth and 15, they're going to gain about 12, and that's going to do it. Yep. Ten seconds to go here in the game, and... Uh, Try to pick up the first down to keep something, keep the drive going there. And, uh, you know, came up a little bit short here. So it's going to end up being a game that's much closer than 13 points. But yeah. it's going to be a 13-point win here for Lakeview as they were able to outscore Carney Catholic after the Stars tied it at 21 early in the fourth quarter. And it's going to be a, a tough loss here for the Stars. Both these two teams are going to be one and two. And both of them are better football teams than that. Kneeling down is going to be Johnson, and they'll wind the clock, and that's going to do it. The uh, CPI Mr. Tire Friday Night Scoreboard Show coming up on Classic Hits 98.9 FM in just a few minutes on ESPN 1460 in Kearney. We'll be back with our post-game show brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Once again, your final, it's Lakeview 34, Kearney Catholic 21. For those of you on the AM, we'll be back here to Columbus right after this timeout. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Hi, this is Micah Adams with Platte Valley Auto and Kearney. We've moved in a huge amount of inventory, so you can come by the truck or car of your choice. Come see me at Platte Valley Auto, Kearney. This is Tom Lahue at Platte Valley Auto here in Kearney. I've sold a lot of trucks and cars and made a lot of friends along the way. So if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, come visit me here at Platte Valley Auto. And welcome back to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney Catholic, tough loss here on the road. They led at halftime. They were able to tie it early in the fourth quarter, but then uh, Lakeview gets the last two scores of the game, and they win this one 34 to 21. Let's uh, get to the uh, scoring summary uh, here in the game. Let's give the scoring wrap up. As Carney Catholic got on the board first with 3.08 to go in the first quarter, Matt Masker hit Tyler Mestel on a 13 yard touchdown. That made it 7 to nothing. And then Trent Roth for Lakeview uh, was able to score 
Uh, about uh, six minutes later, 9-10 to go in the second quarter, Trent Roth went in from 25 yards away, extra point good. It was 7-7. to And then late in the uh, second quarter, Masker hit Mestel again, this time from a two-yard touchdown strike that made it 14-7. to But then the uh, ensuing kickoff, um, well, again, they got the ball back, and then there was a a long pass and a 15-yard, uh, the, pun- the roughing the punter Hunter, penalty yep. that uh, kept the drive alive and then a long 47-yard strike. And Tate Jansen then hit a 35-yard field goal. That made it 14-10 at halftime. And then to start the uh, second half, again, Jansen, this time from 37 yards away, hit a field goal with 8.07 to go in the third. That made it 14-13. Then Dylan Johnson hit Austin Foltz for a 22-yard touchdown pass. They went for two and got it with 6.40 to go in the third quarter. That made it 21-14. to And then very early on in the fourth quarter, Matt Masker with a four-yard run from the quarterback position. And uh, with 11.23 to go in the game, we were tied at 21. And then, well, late in the game, a nice drive by the uh, Vikings as uh, Troy Shanks goes in from five yards away. That made it 28-21. to And then late in the game, kind of a kneel-down situation. The Stars trying to rip the ball away from Dylan Johnson. Johnson ran through the entire herd, goes 57 yards with 42 seconds to go in the game. And that made your score 34-21 to when the extra point was uh, missed. And that is our sports wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney, and we're still tolling up some numbers, and here in a little bit we'll talk with Dave Calling, the head football coach of Kearney Catholic, but uh, this one is a, is a tough loss here for Kearney Catholic because they, they missed Tyler Mestel uh, much of the second half. Um, three quarters, they missed uh, uh, Creighton Hammock, so they're, they're making do with, uh, with some guys that were hurt. Um, were able to fight back a couple times when things went against them, had a couple of calls that, that could certainly have gone the other way sure. that, that that went Lakeview's way. It seemed like Lakeview got a lot of breaks in the game, and Lakeview's a good enough team that yep. when that happens, you're going to be in a little bit of trouble, and that's what happened to Carney Catholic. Yep, exactly right, Randy. You know, it's one of those um, situations here where Carney Catholic, you know, for first half, you know, they moved the football. They were up 14-7 to at halftime. Um, you know, Lakeview, you know, did some things down, you know, and, and got some got some things, some some breaks, like you said, uh, you know, with some things, uh, you know, especially right there before half. And we, we mentioned that on the at halftime. That might have gave them a little bit of momentum and stuff. Uh, Carney Catholic moved the football, uh, especially right off the bat in the, in the second half, moved the football right down the field, you know, didn't convert on a fourth down play, and then Lakeview uh, got the ball back, and then they got a, uh, you know, pass interference call uh, against Carney Catholic on a third down uh, long play. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're setting up for a, a field goal again and then got that field goal. So it's 14-13. And then they, you know, put a good uh, drive together, uh, you know, and, and took the lead. Uh, then then Carney Catholic came right back and, and, and scored with about 11-20 to go in the game in game and tied it up at 21. And then there was a play right at the uh, down here at the uh, um, about the five-yard line. Uh, they pitched the ball. Andrew Harms came in there, made the quarterback pitch it. Uh, the, the running back did a great job of, of catching the ball off that pitch. Um, and then there's Carney Catholic had about three guys right there to make the tackle. Uh, he kept his feet going, drove through their arm tackle, and got into the end zone for, for the touchdown where it looked like they were going to have to line up for an extra point or, or a field goal attempt. Uh, you know, and uh, he gets into the end zone for the touchdown, and they make the extra point to go up seven. Carney Catholic gets it down here at the other end. 
Uh, things just didn't quite go, like you said, the, the, their way. They were clear down uh, on the ensuing kickoff. Bryce James takes it all the way back down to the 25-yard line. They get it all the way down to about the 12-yard line. Uh, can't get it into the end zone. And, uh, you know, uh, able to kind of run out the clock. Um, you know, they picked up a couple of first downs, did Lakeview. And then, the, like you said, they were trying to strip the football. And uh, the quarterback goes up the middle for a 57-yard uh, touchdown run to kind of end the things. But uh, you, like you said, Randy, you know, things kind of went uh, Lakeview's way on, uh, on a lot of things. Uh, just didn't quite, you know, happen for uh, Kearney Catholic here tonight. Um, Lakeview's a good football team. You had Coach Calling and all the coaches were going, this is a good football team. They're 0-2, but this is a very good football team. And they came out and, and played well tonight for uh, Lakeview. There's going to be a lot of things that, that are going to be kind of forgotten here, but Kurt Frenzen is a good football coach here at Lakeview. Mm-hmm. Um, the kickoff, when, when, when they, they took the lead, uh, that, that the kickoff that was nearly returned by, by Carney Catholic, well, it was stopped because he had Jack Rigg, and I'm, when I say he's playing safety, I mean he's playing safety. Yep. A lot of times you trot up a little bit. You kick the ball at the 40-yard line. You trot up to about the 50. Uh-uh. They kicked off from the 40-yard line. He went back to the 25. Yeah. He sat there and he waited. And then when there was nobody else around, I, if I didn't know better, I would think he came from the sideline. Go yeah. get him. Yeah. You know, because it, it was so long. He was so far away from it. But he wanted to make sure that there was always somebody back. And so who yep. does that? I mean, who does that? That was a great move by Kurt Franzen, and, and that's going to be one of those things that's kind of forgotten in this ball game. Just little things like that. Yeah. And and again, that isn't that. That's not officiating. That's not a bad break. That's that's good coaching. Yep, exactly right, Randy. You know, and they they that's that goes to show that he's watched film on Carney Catholic, going, hey, this guy's a great returner. If he happens to get his hands on the ball and gets broke loose, he can take it to the house, and they put a guy back there deep. And, uh, you know, pulled him down at the 25-yard line. Great play or great call by the coach right there. Yeah, and uh, Coach Calling, I think, is making his uh, way up here. Uh, Let's real quick give you some numbers. Throwing the ball here, Dylan Johnson, he was 10 of 15 for 160 yards. And uh, of those 160 yards, 135 of them went to Austin Foles, who caught the ball for seven catches, 135 yards on the game. Huge game for Austin Foles. And again, 10 of 15 passing for Johnson for 160 yards. Rushing the ball for Lakeview, uh, thanks to that 57-yard run by Dylan Johnson late in the game, he finished with 12 carries for 79 yards. Chase Lemberg unofficially had 8 carries for 52 yards. Trey Shanks had 13 carries for 18 yards. They did a nice job of shutting down their leading rusher coming into the game. Uh, Trent Roth had uh, 12 carries, excuse me, 13 carries for 104 yards, unofficially rushing the football, 253 yards for Lakeview, and then, as we mentioned, another 160 yards uh, in the air in the game. For Kearney Catholic, the leading offense came from Matt Masker. Masker was 20 of 34 throwing the football for 185 yards in the air, and it really was spread out all over the place. One of the better receivers early on was Tyler Mesto, who caught two touchdown passes and uh, finished with uh, 74 yards on seven carries, but Mesto was hurt, and his services were lost much of the uh, second half. Rushing the ball, Bryce James carried it 11 times for 72 yards. Matt Masker had uh, six carries for a total of uh, negative four yards. Brady Holtmeyer 
had seven carries for 25 yards. Cooper Holbrook carried the ball for three yards. So Carney Catholic had 25 rushes for 96 yards on the ground. They had 96 on the ground. Uh, they had 185 in the air. So 281 yards of total offense here for Carney Catholic, 160 in the air for Lakeview, and uh, 253 yards rushing. So over 413 yards of offense for Lakeview here in the football game, who wins this one by a final of 34-21. And a tough loss here for Carney Catholic head coach Dave Calling, who's kind enough to, uh, to to join us. And and again, this is a game that in a lot of ways was a whole lot closer than what that final score indicates. And uh, a lot of things kind of went against your team down the stretch. Yeah, we you know, we uh, saw a lot of good things out there too. And, and uh, you know, we'll go home and, and watch the film and, and uh, go back to work tomorrow. But, you know, there's there's some good things. You know, I think we played a little better than we did last week, and that's all you can ask of the kids. The effort was there, you know, just some unfortunate uh, things happened and some missed tackles and, and stuff like that in inopportune times. Yeah. There was a timing of it. Is not, it wasn't at, at, as much frequency. It's just kind of the, the timing of it. And I'll tell you what, uh, Lakeview did nothing to shoot themselves in the foot. They did a lot of little things that don't show up. Uh, I, again, I thought you had a kickoff return for a touchdown. They had a guy yeah. <laughs> playing safety about as deep as I've ever seen anybody play safety on special teams. Yep, just those little things. And you know, yeah, they're a good football team. Like I said, going in, they are. And, and uh, the record doesn't show it, but you know they are. And, and uh, so we knew it'd be a battle. And, and like I said, we'll. There's some good things, but like you alluded to, there were some some things at inopportune times that, that uh, happened and uh, didn't get the W. Yeah, and 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 you know it's one of those things. Some some injuries kind of piled up on you and, and stuff, and you're you're trying to throw people into certain situations. Can you talk about the injuries of what's happening? Yeah, you know we lost or not lost uh, at least for the game. Uh, Tyler Mestel and, and Creighton Hamlin, so uh, had to move a couple guys around, and that and that you know at the. Uh, young team and, and uh, not a whole bunch of depth. We had some guys having to play positions they they weren't normally playing, but uh, you know, I thought they did a good job of, of doing that and and uh, for the most part. And, and uh, so, like I said, well, you know, it's you know game three and and yeah. uh, told the kids they got to stick together and uh, you know and stay as a band of brothers and all that stuff. And we'll go back to work tomorrow. Yeah, it did seem to me that uh, the the offensive and defensive lines against it, that's a quality offensive defensive line that, uh, that Lakeview put out there. I really thought they held their own. I thought really the line play was probably as good as it's been all year. You know, and I would agree with you on that. You know, uh, you know they uh, I think we shut down their inside run fairly fairly efficiently, and so I was pretty happy with our line play. I agree totally with you. They hit us on the edge there, and we we didn't have an answer some of the times on that on that uh, little jet jet stuff that they did, and and uh, they had guys there sometimes and didn't make the play, and and uh, you know that that uh, stuff can't happen against a good football team. And then uh, at the end, uh, just it's really kind of desperation time when you're ripping at the football, yep. and uh, it, it appeared that you had a chance of, of stopping them on that last drive down by one score and having a shot at it. Yep, and we did, and you know that's that's a tribute to the kids for battle until the end, and you know we preach about that, and they they uh, you know the effort was there, and then and uh, so that's that's a, a plus, and like I said, we got better this week than we were last week, and, and uh, we just keep improving, and, and uh, we'll be all right. And I, and I think, you know, and then going through the game, I think your offense looked pretty good. You know, you moved the football on these guys, and that's, that's a good football team that you moved the football on. Yep, and, you know, you know even down, down late in the game, fourth down, you know, we convert there and, and a score, yep. and then it's, a, you know, a, a tied ball game and then maybe a little bit different situation different, yep. there. So, you know, we had, we had chances. We were in the game the whole time and, and played, you know, 
the best football we played this year probably so far. So, yep. so we got some good things to look at also. And, and with the exception one series, Matt Masker played the entire way at, at quarterback. Was that just kind of what was out there, or have you been overly happier with him at quarterback? You know, pretty happy with both of them, actually. Um, but, you know, we got Brady Brady some wing and wide reps, you know, just another weapon out there. And, and uh, so – we we repped him a little bit there this week and, and knew we were going to do that at some some juncture and so uh, Matt was doing a real pretty hot hand there and so we left uh, Brady out there at wing and does a nice job there too and and uh, had some two back in that we were going to run so we knew Brady would be the other running back and so that all went into play but you know nothing Brady did wrong he's a great athlete mm-hmm. and did a great job well the nice thing about having a quarterback you get both of those players correct. out there at the same time correct correct that that's a big factor with that been a long time coach since you've been one and two um and this is this is not familiar territory at all and i think you know it's, it's easy for the folks at home they're just listening to the game on the radio to, to kind of worry or whatever what would you kind of say where is this team right now you know i think we're learning it's a young team and and uh like i told the guys right there uh, you know we got to stick together and you're, you're right we're, you know, we're not used to losing back to back and and uh but these guys are these guys will battle they'll they'll uh they'll come ready to work tomorrow morning and and uh, I think, uh, you know, like I told the guys, game three season isn't over. You know, we got a long way to go and stick together, and we'll be, we'll be fine. Uh, you know, we'll be fine. Well, go get them starting tomorrow. Thank Dave, you. appreciate Thanks. time. Appreciate Thanks a lot. Thank you. Uh, Dave Calling, head football coach at Carney Catholic. Tough loss here for the Stars. The game really a lot closer than 34-21, to 21, but that was the final here as Columbus Lakeview now 1-2 and two on the season. Carney Catholic also one and two on the year. And again, uh, we talked about the uh, monster schedule that uh, Columbus Lakeview has, and they do. They have a monster schedule. But but uh, Carney Catholic next week, uh, they play Kozad, and they've been no slouch over the years. Uh, later on, they got Central City and uh, Holdridge coming up. And now you don't necessarily think about wild card. It's not really the time yeah. to ask the coach that question right now, but you're not thinking so much about wild card. Kind of have to be thinking we got to win the district. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's exactly right, Randy. I think they, you know, they got Cozad coming into town next week. That's one thing they just got to take focus on that, and focus on Cozad uh, and see what they can do right there. You know, you know, we've we've mentioned Cozad many times in the past years and, and had some haunting memories on some things of of that. But uh, you know, they got to be ready to go next Friday against Cozad at home. Uh, you know, get that win. And, uh, you know, maybe get some momentum built. Yeah, and we'll have that game for you right here on ESPN Radio. Once again, your final, it was Columbus Lakeview 34, Kearney Catholic 21. They're now 1-2 and two on the season are the Stars. They'll be home as uh, as uh, um, who, who, what's your Don. name again, Don? Thank you. <laughs> only, only known you for 50 years. Uh, as uh, Kozad comes to town next week. And we'll have that game for you right here on ESPN Radio. I'm Randy Bushcutter for uh, Don Lease and our engineer back in the studios, Jeff Ekstrom. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.